Welcome to Wednesday Comics. You are listening to Wednesday Comics, brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, Rainbow Comics, Cards, and Collectibles, and WednesdayComics.com. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my left, we have Steve Trevor himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everyone. And across from me, the God of War, Aries. How you doing? Let's fight every dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your Wonder Woman of the Wednesday Comics podcast, Marvin. Uh, you know why? Of course. Because you got a lasso? Damn my God. <laughs> or that. I have a lasso? I don't know. Do you? You got a you rope from your uh, headphones? I always see your, people uh, use a lasso. By the way, she uses awesome. Memory. We're going to review Wonder Woman here in a second. Um, that will feature today, baby. Uh, but I will see people in real life who use a lasso. And I was like, that looks fucking easy. And then you get a rope and you're like, this is fucking hard. Yep. Yeah, real hard. <laughs> well, like what when is I it? use nunchucks, yeah. Yeah, like nunchucks too. You're like, that looks fucking I easy. do that. Grunt shot. Hit yourself in the head. No way. Uh, see, I got to save it for the review. But the way she uses that lasso. Yep. Damn. It's awesome. You know what? It is. Uh, we don't have free talk today. Um, we, we just got, we got too much stuff to go. So why don't we just get into our review of Wonder Woman? <coughs> You're a man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that look like huh? Been my greatest love. Be careful, Diana. I do not deserve you. First, let's uh, for like a few minutes here, do spoilers free. Oh, we're doing the movie right now. I thought we were doing yeah. the review of the no. annual. My bad. That's, no, the movie. I, I totally win. So spoilers free. If you haven't seen it yet, this is the part you listen to. See if you want to go see it or not. Um, I really liked it. I, I didn't think it was perfect, mm. but I did really like it. Uh, redeeming factor for DC. Thank God. Thank God. No. About well, thank God time. and Jeff Johns. <laughs> <laughs> About damn time. I you mean, don't. So, um, yeah, I, it's interesting because it's like it feels like it is ninety percent their new direction. Yeah, it feels like ten percent of leftover stuff from the old. But they're just trying to like. It's well, like, if this was for you, this is still it's like, part of it technically. But we planned this already. And he's like, all right, you know what I mean? Right. I like it. Feels like, it feels like Jeff Johns got away with a lot, and he's executive producer on this movie. But that's all he did. But I, I, from what I've heard, him and Patty Jenkins did a lot to revamp this thing. Right. Um, it does feel like he got like most of what he wanted. And then some of it, they were like, I put this in there too. And he's like, all right, if you get that, then I get this. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, that's how they do it. Like with the comics, like, you know, well, I guess that was more like Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, but we'll get thing, into like trade kind of. Thing. Yeah. We'll get into more specifics, but like one point, I think I can say it's not really that much of a spoiler. The old Wonder Woman theme 
like shows up in in one scene it's where it works BBS. well and then yeah from Batman vs Superman the other one it feels like they just put it in there right. you know what I mean? and that felt like that felt like that ten percent where they're like but she's got to fight to that theme song we pay money for that shit yeah <laughs> I didn't think they would put that in there because like I didn't think, you, you think it would just be like trailer bait I thought that was gonna be like the new, like a uh, new score because that's her past thing and then. Mm-hmm. They would save that stuff for the new stuff, but I right. guess they were just like, "Hey, remember this?" Yeah, but she does have a good song. I, it's good. It's a good riff. We'll yeah. talk about it more. I think it's good. It's made. They make good use of it once, and then the second time they use it, I was like, "All right, yeah. <laughs> it could be more epic." If it was actually that score, which is great. I yeah, thought the score was the great. score was fantastic. It's by uh, Harry Gregson Williams' brother Rupert Gregson Williams. That's what it, <laughs> I saw his last name. I was like, I wonder if he's related to Harry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Brothers. Who is a protege of Hans Zimmer? Absolutely. And did the uh, score? Well, no, not Rupert, but his brother did. Uh, No, that's Howard Shore. Well, that's Howard Shore. You're right. Who's the Chronicles of Narnia? He did that score. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And also, um, uh, Medicare Solid, the new new one. Um, Four. Not the new new one, four. Um, I thought the action was great in this movie. Right. There was one part where I was like, it worried me. It was like the first action scene, whatever it was. I forget mm. what it was. And I was like, I can't really tell what's going on. Yeah, if I was getting were. nitpicky, it'd be little Texas Ranger. <laughs> a lot of slow-mo. Yeah, there's a lot so of slow-mo. So if you don't like slow-mo, <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> right. Maybe just close your eyes real quick and it'll still be happening. I think the slow-mo <laughs> is like, that's what that's a, that was a 10% where I was like, that yeah. seems like Zack Snyder fighting. Slow-mo. Yeah, that was yeah. a little too much. There are some scenes, though, where it's not slow-mo, and those are great. Oh, man. The choreography, like, when you see the fight scenes, like, you actually feel like you want to, like, punch with them when you're doing it. I actually had that a few times where my leg would jerk when she would kick. I was like, oh, okay. There was one part, which we got to wait till the spoiler section, that I thought, oh, it was just the best part of the movie for me. By the way, you this is not to do with Wonder Woman, but you just reminded me. I asked uh, a friend, friend of uh, of the show and in my life, it's kind of Reza, and when I was sitting next to him, I was like, would you go to a movie theater if they it was like all VR, like you sat down in the seat and you put the VR thing on and you were like in the movie? Oh heck yeah! Because what you just said, you're like you were actually fighting. Imagine if like you were actually on that beach. Yeah. Would oh, you go man. watch a movie where like every scene you're like actually in the scene? Talk about like a fifty dollar movie experience. I think, <laughs> it would be, I think it'd be one of those things. Providing I wasn't, if I seen through my own eyes watching this action, not that I was. Yeah, it's not going to be a fight. Yeah, I was, yeah, where I wasn't fighting, you know. My arms aren't swinging around in the movie. Yes, but I'd have to be. Yeah, you'd have to be an arm restraint. I'd say I would. I honestly probably have to See, have something we to hold on to so I don't yeah. swing. Because I brought that up and I was like, but it'd also be weird because I would be paranoid that somebody's gonna like try to like mess with me. So you would have to have like individual cubes that you would get oh locked, gosh, like a cubicle. Yeah, and you would lock up and then you would do it. Which you're right, it would be expensive. Right. Anyway, wait, how wait. would you eat popcorn? You would just see like a. Well, I guess you wouldn't. I wouldn't eat popcorn. My things I wouldn't eat though. I'd be too busy. Now my only thing is that be like a, maybe it's liquid popcorn. It's like Tokyo Ghost. Pipe it in. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's the main reason for me, at least. I like. I give this. An, uh, I'm going to give it a nine. The main reason why it's not a ten. Mm-hmm. I thought some of the dialogue was too heavy-handed. It's like on nose. Now that's only. I think the last, like the last act or the last. Once they introduce the main villain, which I'm not going to spoil here, I think they actually, I mean, I got this spoiled for me. Yeah, I got that a long time. Last night. Oh, I didn't know night. until last night. Ah, oh, damn. I got I that spoiled watching... when they released the toy for it. Like, so now the thing, I hadn't seen toys, I hadn't seen Legos, I haven't seen anything, but 
right at the beginning of the movie, I already figured out who it was. Yeah, be. I did yeah. too. I and knew. So, that's like, the thing. I I didn't know who it was, but yeah. I assumed. I mean, obvious. Mm-hmm. But um, like when they brought up his name, I was like, I actually didn't know that he was even in the movie. Right. But like, yesterday, I watched a video that was like, what was it about? Um, like great Wonder Woman story. So it was like a video, and right away it was like, by the way. Since this guy's in the movie, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right away. Spoiler for you. Um, That's so, why you never click on articles the day before a movie. I thought the actor who played him, it was kind of weird that he had a mustache. And he like it seemed weird that that was the choice. It seemed more like it was to throw you off be like, this is but him. He has to fit in that time period, though, I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm not yeah. saying that you need facial hair to do that. I actually that, thought it was great. Um, you know, we should get into spoilers. Cause I, sure? Well, let's just do a couple a nice send-off for the spoiler-free. Yeah. Basically... So what, you know, what you guys is rating? I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it an eight. An eight? I was actually, there were things I liked about it, but there were more things. It's like, eh, it's, it's kind of, it reminded me of Civil War the first time I watched it, or even the first Captain the first time I watched it. It seemed slower than I expected. There were things Slow? That, there, I actually liked was, that about it. There was a long, it takes it its time to. There's a long lull of her not fighting. And it's, I don't mean in Cap, or in Captain America, in her outfit. That was, I didn't need that. But there were a few things I was like, okay. See, actually, that's what I like about the movie, that it takes time to develop her character that's not just her fighting. Right. It takes time to... Let you connect a, with her. There's a scene, you've seen it in the trailers when she's uh, getting new clothes. Mm-hmm. And I think that scene was great because it takes time to, you know, make you like laugh with these people, see that she's like the fish out of water, and then like... You know, you relate with that person more during those moments than you would in an action scene. So I think it's great that they basically took the time to step up the ladder rather than being like, let's just jump to the top right away. Let's just, yeah. this is why you're, and that's what Batman Superman felt like it was missing was a lot of that setting up. Oh, I right. Even, they didn't have enough fighting in Batman Superman anyway. No, but everything but they had was, too much. they had yeah. too much just talking and not enough character Everything building. was... Hey, we got to tell you this story point. Hey, we got to tell you this story yeah, point. This was Wonder the Woman. Iron Man 2. I mean, BVS was the Iron Man 2. Yeah. Where Wonder Woman Wonder felt Wars. like there were a lot of scenes that were just like, this is for character development. That's this is right. for character development. And well, characters like, have always been their strong point. Like, you know how Marvel's always like, story is ours. It's yeah. like, I feel like character, characters is DC's strong point. Because I'm not saying stories are bad at DC, but like, if it wasn't for their strong characters, those stories would be awful. Well, people always complain because they say Marvel characters are more real and DC characters are more like gods and legends which is kind of true I mean if yeah. you see their main three or you know the Trinity they're kind of like all oh, basic gods you know Batman's like a god um, Human god. I'm rich but I think that what DC does well is making those gods relatable yeah and whereas people always say they can't relate to Superman well I don't think they've ever read a real Superman story because if they read an actual Superman story they would understand how relatable that motherfucker is. You know what right. I mean? Jesus. Or like Wonder Woman. Like the point of her is like, uh, you know, it's not to just keep fighting. And I thought this movie did a great job of that. It's like, she's not just going out there to kick it. As she will. If you throw her, like she's not going to turn her back on something, but she's not going to, for the sake of doing it, pick a fight, you know, pick a fight with you. She's going to try to find a civil way to do it because that's the that's the way she is. Right. And that's why, actually, if you go back and listen to last week's show, when you read Wonder Woman 23, yep. mm-hmm. and like when that's what she chose to do, she was like, no, I I need to show you that I love you. And that like brought those people down. She's like, I'm not here to fight. Like, I, and not to, to, to prove to you that, like, because I know you don't believe in people. She like put the last on herself. And like, and then in this movie also, 
Um, there's a lot of those moments. And I thought that was great. So I think really, I think Jeff coming on board helps a lot, but also I think yeah. Patty Jenkins, because oh, she, she did awesome. I think she, I think she, she understands it. who Wonder Woman is. You know what I'm interested in the whole time during this movie, not the whole time, every once in a while it would pop up my head. I was like, I wonder if Greg Rucka is going to go see this. And I wonder if uh, he'll uh, make a post about it. I thought he already did because I thought I saw something did on he? Twitter. I got to go find it then. Because I'm, I'm interested. Sure. I think he does. And actually, as not really that great of a fan of his recent run, um, I think he does understand that character a lot. Yeah. I don't think that's been the bad point of this. I think the bad point has been the plot of this the whole thing. Yeah. But I think he understands the character. So I'm interested to see if he thinks that's her mm. or if it's somebody else. Um. All right. Maybe let's, yeah, let's pull the curtain. What spoilers. Get out of here while you can. I would say go see it. Yeah. Recommend it. I mean, if you thought the DC universe was cinematic universe was done, you got it. This gives you some hope. Kind of like the theme is well, hope and love. Hope and love. Yeah. So I think the greatest thing that this movie does and it does this right away is there's a lot of humor. I think within like that first like 15, 20 minutes, there's more jokes and more laughs than all of Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman combined. <laughs> right. And actually like people... And it's subtle. Yeah. It's not like forced. It's not dumb, you know, jokes where like... Uh, it's not physical jokes that like are easy to do or like uh, sh- shocking jokes. A lot of it's just wordplay. And a lot of it's just like using the characters to make some jokes like she doesn't know what's going on. She's obviously never left Themyscira. Uh, Steve Trevor like doesn't understand why she doesn't understand anything. So it's a lot of miscommunication, which was expected, but I thought the jokes were well, uh, were done well. Um, The reason I don't like the last third. So Aries is the bad guy. Yeah. I thought everything he said was basically like, here's the point of like, here's going to be the moral of this movie. It's like people are bad. And she's like, no, they're not bad. And I think there was more subtlety before that point. And then when we got to him, it was like, Hey, by the way, if you missed, <laughs> here's the, missed the theme, here's of, the this more, yeah, here's the theme <laughs> of this movie, by the way, if you missed it, because before that, like there'd be subtle moments when she would like see all the kids and women dying. And like she, you could tell she was having that internal struggle in her mind. Right. And like, that was enough for at least me to be like, she's struggling. Like, deciding if she wants to help these people, how could they be doing this? And she was saying, no, it's Aries. It's Aries. So for Aries to show up was kind of like, no, then it's Aries. You know what I mean? And he did talk to people, but he said, they did it on their own. I just gave them the tools for it, which is kind of still like, well, if he wasn't there, then she's right. Nothing would have happened. Right. But I thought the movie would have been way stronger if he didn't show up. And Steve's right. People are just sometimes bad. They're not always good. And she just saved the day. Yeah. I wanted I wanted both. I want I mean I wanted either he was there or not there cuz not there would have just show people are weak and people let hate corrupt them. But I like the fact that they actually went with the and I'm going to say supernatural even though it's not. But I like the fact they brought in a god that I do he, like that, that, a he, lot. that yeah. it was part of the world. Yeah, I think that they didn't shy away from it. That actually, okay, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy, we just embrace that this character is here, yeah. and let's have him. I would have loved that this movie didn't have him in it, and actually just was a her story about her and World War One, you know, and it was just people that were doing it. And then at the end of the movie, like the end of the credits thing, is seeing Ares like wake up, and like then he's back. So you know that he had nothing to do with that. Steve was right, but here we go for a sequel. Now he's back. Now how does that change things, right, for the future? But I guess, you know, they're not going to do another 
like prequel thing and like now we're already like what's yeah. it i mean they could you never know i mean well, I, would, I would hope the next the next wonder woman should be cheetah i think so yeah but. i think that'd be a good story uh they can get out of that whole grounded not grounded thing but i think they did a good job not being grounded in this one oh, absolutely um, and i think uh, when you get to justice league you have no hopefully no option other than to unground the shit out of it right and let it be what it is all on uh, well i'll talk about this later but i was talking about that dc opening scroll yeah. before the movie oh i was awesome. gonna say that's awesome that yeah. was great i was gonna bring it up through non-spoilers i thought that was that was like, sweet that's that nice. like give me a charge i was like yeah, yeah. and they were like i would have wished maybe and i i like cyborg but they don't like shoving cyborg down to everybody's throats they want people to like it uh i know but when i saw green lantern i, I was like yes like they, the power they, battery yeah. oh, man. i saw green lantern but i was i why don't they like martian manhunter that's what i don't understand it's because of what's his face from Dark Knight Trilogy, uh, Douche Canoe. Uh, uh, yeah, what is his name? The, uh, David Esquire. Yeah, David Esquire. He hates him for some reason. You'd think like Jeff, maybe he Jeff, I know, loves Martian Man. Yeah, so I guess he, but he loves Cyborg too because he's right Teen Titans. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like if he has to pick one, and I know they're trying to make that cast more more diverse, but then just hire like a uh, African-American actor to be Martian Hunter. Right. He's just a Martian. So I think I'd rather see Martian Manhunter over Cyborg. I would. I guess yeah. maybe they want to the get, core yeah. of New 52. They want to have somebody that's different because Martian Manhunter is like the same power set as like Superman. Right. Not exactly, but you know what I mean. It's Pretty like, similar. It's like him. Um, Let's speak- talk about Gal. How does Judd do a friend of the show? Yeah. Gal Dot is how she's pronounced it on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, she did? Gal Dot. So you Gal actually, Dot. Or it's like Gal Dot. I don't I don't know how to say it, but it's... I thought she was perfect for this. I thought she was amazing. There was like one scene where she... I thought she delivered her lines not that great. Is when she's like arguing with her mom about wanting to go with Steve. Right. Which I don't know if they just gave her too much dialogue in a row. Or she like seemed like she was like out of breath and like maybe do another, do another take on that scene. Right. But the rest of it I thought was great. Especially after she leaves the island, like hitting those jokes on point. Like being the uh, straight man and that... You know, they're doing and people are like confused about why she's like so serious about stuff. And then even I thought it was a very strong moment when she like is like yelling at Steve or even in that um, room with all the guys when then they're talking about stopping the war, signing the uh, amnesty. That's right. what it's called. Well, that's what was going to stop the war. So and um, when she's like yelling, it's like how you sit here while like real generals go out there and fight with their men. Like that scene, I was like, she does great. Oh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I thought she, especially since like the only thing I know her from is fast and furious. Right. And surely didn't get much to do in that movie. Right. It was mainly like, Hey, look cool and drive your car. Right. And so I was like, Oh, she actually has some range. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you can tell how hard she worked, like trained for this movie. I mean, the choreography didn't look, I mean, besides obviously the there was a little really bit too much slow, yeah. slow-mo. And during that those was, moments, there was a little bit much too CGI. Right. Especially that beach scene. I think there was a little bit CGI too much. But I guess you got to so, show the yeah, Amazon like yeah. badass. But how are you going to do it otherwise where like she's like stretching off the horse, like grabbing right. that spear. It's like, I guess nobody technically can do that. So I yeah. guess you got to do CGI. Well. My only problem with B is that when I watched her pick up the shield, that horse's legs got in the way. <laughs> that horse was going to go down. <laughs> when they're doing, at least when they're in the training, and she right. picks up the shield, I thought, you guys had to trim off that horse's leg because that, that horse was going to trip. Um, so I didn't notice the CGI so much in the, the beach scene. I know there obviously was right. a lot. Um, but the slow motion things for me was one of those things. 
I don't need it a lot, but there was I needed there some, some good I, need, ones. I needed some spots yeah. where you actually slow it down because she is moving super fast. That you need to show her hitting these. Yeah, people. yeah, I do. And I then do she's like, using technical attacks. Actually, not. I think the best point of the movie was when she basically goes super saiyan at the end of the movie, and she like rushes oh. them and fight, fights them all really quick. And you see her like how fast she is. Yeah, I was like, oh sweet. Like now there's no there's slow, but then like two seconds later there's a slow scene. Right. Which you're right. They gotta show like she can't just be super fast, but also. If like in the Flash movie, you think it's really gonna be all slow mo? No, they're gonna show no. how fast she is. Right. Well, but you need to show how fast she is, and she does move fast. She dodges things. You all of a sudden see her show up behind Ares and elbow him in the head. It's like okay. That- I kind of like that they never showed her su- like you know like you know Man of Steel when they yeah. show the Kryptonians like super speed and like hit people. I was like yeah. like I was getting like a stroke every time I watched like Feyora hit somebody. So yeah, like, like the first after uh, Ares drops that piece of uh, the street on her, and she like comes from the side really quick and hits them. Yep. I was like, oh, she, like now they're showing how fast she is. Like if that would have been slowed down too, like, like really, I would have. No, that would have right, pissed me off. So, I mean, all right. So, so the up. few things that they slowed down is like, you're right though. She's it's moving like fast. Moments, like when yeah. she does the slide on her shield and kicks the guy in the leg or in the face or something. It's like, okay, I get you're slowing it down so you can right. show me yeah. the technical hit, not just this, oh, he went down somehow. So during that uh, first town scene when she helps the, that was my favorite scene. Dude, when she literally climbs that ladder, like, you feel like, you know, always, there's always that, like, moment where they're like, ah, not not quite yet. And there's like, fuck, I just want this. And then right away, like, you don't have to wait. She just, she's like, no, I'm going. Climbs the ladder in the yeah. suit. Well, you know that moment when you're waiting for the, the hero? At the front. You know, they're the in line, the trenches. She's in the trenches. She goes up the ladder. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm there's sorry. always I was, that scene. I was thinking the village fight. Right. I thought she wasn't in the ladder. She ran off the building. There's always those origin movies, whatever, when you're just like, yep. I just want to see him in the costume. And you're like, oh, they're going to they're gonna be like, get excited. Ten more minutes. Yeah. This well, part, it was like, is... get excited. And here we go. Well, I was going to say, I'm glad they didn't cut her off going, um, no, we're not going to let you fight them. Right. I'm Actually, glad she just did her own thing. Goes, fuck you guys. I was believing that they weren't going to let her. Like I'm glad you brought that up because like that moment and also like when her mom finds out that she's actually training i was like here we go she's not gonna let her train she can train in secret and her mom's like all right if you can train it though she's gonna be the best of the best like you don't hold back on that i was like oh that's different and then when she was leaving i was like okay her mom's gonna get mad that she's leaving and be like well i don't you're shunned now like i don't like you anymore and she's like okay i know you have to leave but i I don't have to like it i was like oh like those two moments like because usually they make somehow by default they always make the parent they like some sort of bad uh, guy yeah, not like the main bad guy, but some sort of conflict to be like, oh, okay, here's some conflict to start off the story. But so I thought it was great that she's like, no, I know you have to do this. And uh, I can't stop you. Yeah, so you're going to go. And I like how she goes, you're my, the I don't know the words, you're the best gift I've ever gotten. But as of right now, you're my, the hardest sorrow I've had or yeah. deepest. Yeah, deepest sorrow. So yeah. that uh, town scene, they use the Wonder Woman theme from BVS. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yes. That was awesome. That it, it worked well with the score. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, for Ares fight, they used her theme, but it was like on a... It was interwoven loop. with the new score, not in a good way. It was no. Like a, it, it was, was like, like against the grain. It was like on a loop, and there like somebody just went, ah, I'm not going to score this fucking scene. So no, I, I didn't hear the music during the final fight scene. I, it was I, like the whole time. <laughs> oh, I, no, I'm sure it was, but I was too busy being picky watching her fight. Where at least when I watched the first, the town fight, I love that town fight. That's what I mean. It feels like those are two different parts of the movie. Like that town fight, how it's set up, feels like more real. And then they she end seems with, so methodical and yeah. well planned and, and strategized. Just like all over the place. So like, I, I feel guess like her like old. faith was being shaken, you know, just being like, you know, oh, this thing that you believed in your whole mission. Eh. 
not true. And then she's like, it's true. Holy shit, it's real. That's yeah. true. I guess and Steve I think, dies. And, I, right. and, I, and, and Steve dies, like being, so much emotional. She's never fought a god. She's never fought someone else as powerful as she is. So she doesn't know how, what to expect. He's throwing streets at her and fuck, she doesn't know what a street Yeah, is. what does he have lightning for? Caesar's? Yeah, that confused me. And I don't, I couldn't remember. Is Ares really See, Zeus's son? Well, see, the way I was thinking it, yeah, like, I believe so. I was okay. confused. Like, I get he's Ares, but for a second there, the way he was talking, it seemed like it was Zeus that killed Ares, and so Zeus was the mastermind behind all this. So you're confused with the lightning because so, he shouldn't have had yeah. lightning. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, so it's, I didn't remember him having those powers because, like, in Brian Azarello's run, yeah, they were all brothers and sisters, and like their dad was Zeus. So they always talked about stopping their father and stuff like that. So did you and you I don't think you'll take notice of this. The girl that Wonder Woman gets her dress from, the blue dress, looked like Hera. And I think that may, I wonder if that was actually a joke to it. In New 52, she's always got the peacocks. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, you're right. I thought, oh, I like that little nudge that, that and Hera was a bitch. Yeah. That kind of like, like an okay. Easter egg to the yeah. comics. Hey, there's, so, speaking of Easter egg, there's an Easter egg uh, from the first Superman movie. So that scene in the alley when she blocks that shot and he's like, uh, he's like, no, no, look. And she's like, oh, I guess go ahead. You know, she blocks. She like moves. Oh, you mean he, like Christopher Reeves yeah, Superman he, movie? He does oh, that. Yeah. In Chris, in the, he does that for Lo- Lois. Lois. Yeah. yeah. He, like the first time they're hanging yeah. out together. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's a nod to Superman. Right. Which I thought was great. Well, I think I saw a lot of parallels this movie. Like, and I guess, you know, we're spoiling the whole crap ton out of this movie. But like the part at the end where she like takes off into the city. It's like, that's a definite. Christopher Reeve hey, flying over Earth. Is that Superman supposed scene. to be BVS? Or is that just generic? Like something? No, because in BVS, she was done being one. Like she was. Because like this takes place after. Because remember, Bruce sends the email and she thanks him for it. Like, thanks for the memory. Oh, yeah. Thing. So this takes place after BVS. Okay. So she's like, she doesn't have that sweet suit, though. Bruce is already trying to hit her up. Smooth, trying to get together. I want to know what's making that noise, though. Yeah, that's what you I thought that too. shaking thing? I was like, well, I guess is that's that a boom two? tube or what? You know what? That's, see, that's the thing we were, we were talking about. I feel like I was going to come here and be like, I feel like I need to get enough. But I think that's what I mean, that's what should happen. I should feel like Want more. I need more yeah. Wonder Woman. So I, like, say, I, I admit, this made me want to see Justice League. And I even yeah. asked my wife, are you willing to go see it? She goes, yeah, I'll see it. So I want to see this again. I mean, I thought, I mean, yeah. honestly, there's movies where you, I know you said it was slow, but there was like times, like I was just so in wonder of it. Yeah. Um, that when I like <laughs> when the credits rolled, I looked at my watch and I'm like, "Holy shit!" You know like, what I was enjoying s- every little second of this movie. You know what I'm going to say? You know, it might be uh, controversial on this show. It might be controversial for our listeners too. I'm going to say, uh, I give this a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I think that this is DC's best movie, including Nolan's trilogy, in terms of like superhero movies. Right. I think this is our best superhero movie. I think that Dark Knight is like the best movie that they have. Right. But like it kind of. It doesn't have it, Batman it, in it. Nolan tried to make it so real, like tried to make his own thing hmm. that it really doesn't celebrate the source material at all. And I think this really does like try to make it. Try, it tries to celebrate like where it came from. Right. It really doesn't like try to apologize. Be like, yeah, I know he's a man in a bat suit. It, get over that. He actually is going to wear armor. You know what I mean? Right. Rather than in this one, it was like the things. Steve would, would comment and be like, that's kind of weird, but like, then they'd get over it and then it'd be cool. You know what I mean? They would embrace mm-hmm. it just like they do on Flash TV show. They have Cisco there to be like, hey, isn't that cool? And they're like, hey, quit being cheesy. But yeah. then they embrace it and then they take it. And I think that was the point I liked the most. It was like, 
that there were jokes and like it didn't take itself too seriously. Right. The parts it took seriously were her character moments, which I think should be taken the seriously. Like parts, if yeah. you're gonna make a story about Wonder Woman and like make people want to see it, you have to make them know who that person is and want to see that person again. Yeah. I really enjoyed Chris Pine and Gal Gadot's whatever chemistry. I thought Chris Pine was great. He was good Steve Trevor. Um but is his I, eyes naturally that blue? That's yeah, what I want to know. It is because okay. of Star Trek. I could I got lost in those eyes. Um, <laughs> you know what part? Actually, speaking of subtlety, what part I loved because I I thought about it. I was like, wow. In any other movie, they would just comment on it. She when she's trying to get the tower to get those uh, the gift of the gods to go leave with Steve. She like runs and uh, grabs the brick, and then she falls, and she then she punches and realizes, oh, geez, I'm really strong. And that she starts punching her way up. Like, that was a way to show you, look how strong she is. And she's just discovering for the first time rather than telling you. Like, in any other movie or in a lesser movie, like, old DC would have been like, there would have been a scene be like, oh, yeah, you're super strong. And she'd be like, oh, I am. And she would have, like, then there would have been a joke about how she broke something she's not supposed to have. And then they would have, like, there would have been a scene all about that. But this was just, like, Quick, it was like, oh, okay, I get the point. She's strong. She just realized her for the first time, and then she climbs up the thing. It's part of, and it ele- it forwards the story. She's trying to get up the fucking tower, right? And I was like, wow, they really do. And I, I don't like that. It's hard. It's gonna be hard to determine who actually is making these changes until we see more, right? Like if Justice League is better, then it's like, oh, it's, it's Jeff. If uh, it's not as great as this, then it was like, oh, it's Patty Jenkins. So we'll see, have to see, but like. I thought they were both on that. I was like, wow. Like, it's really taking a step back. And I think that's what is horrible about, the, about those other DC movies is right. that a lot of it's like, hey, we're going to make a scene here where this is the point of this whole scene. We're going to tell you. We're going to show you. And then... And we're going to Michael Bay make a joke about it. Yeah. And then we're going to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, we'll keep bringing... Actually, another subtle moment is when they first come into the city, that guy who turns out to be a bad German guy, like, I saw him, like, following them. The, I did early the, on in the movie. The, camera the guy with the yeah. plaid green. The camera doesn't like stay on him. And you're like, oh, okay, somebody's following him. It like shows a whole crowd scene. And you see that guy. And then later it shows her trying on the clothes. And you see the guy just walking around the back. Right. And I was like, oh. Was that good. was cool. And that then later on, there's another scene when he passes by him. And then that was like, oh, there's that guy again. And then the, he runs into him. And you're like, oh, okay, something's happening. Right. But if you noticed it earlier, you would have been like, wow, he's being followed. Hmm. Which is, like I said, like any other movie, they would have fucking, they would have walked up guy. and would have focused in on him and followed yeah, him the whole like way. Him staring up at them, like, <laughs> and then she would have been trying on clothing and then zoom in on his face. Oh, he's following them, right? You know what I mean? It was, so there's a lot of things about this that make me excited for just like you said. Yeah, I, it's way it's up the ante. Like I, I shouldn't get as excited for just. I want to be excited, but it's like when I found out how good this movie was doing, I shouldn't have looked early, but I couldn't help myself because you just. Like, we love DC characters so much. We just want this to, like, be successful for mm. both universes. <laughs> Shut up. I just want all of them to be good. Yeah. Like, what's, like, why why can't every be, superhero movie be good? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to go... Like, also... Be, and it hasn't happened since superhero movies started becoming popular, but for me, I love comics. But it's not a business that's huge. So whenever I see these movies, I'm like, maybe this is the one that'll make people start going to buy comic books. Right. So I'm hoping they're all good. That way, like... Wonder Woman can start selling out. Like, I hope this makes people more interested in the character so that they start buying these books and realize the uh, great library of comics that are available that are great Wonder Woman stories and not just go see the movie and be like, well, I only watch the movies. And it seems like that's what it is right now. And I think 
that is a symptom of Marvel stuff being hard to get into. So hopefully, because DC is actually pretty easy to get into, right? that they'll see this and be like, oh, this is a good one. I like this character. Let me go see this character. Because I think there was some of that when Dark Knight trilogy was coming out. There was a lot of people getting into Batman. I think a lot of people got into comics during that time. And then it got it didn't turn out so great for the next two movies. Right. And then I think now, hopefully, we'll see a resurgence of that again. Well, good news is... is I mean, not saying that Greg Rucka's run's bad, but his run is ending. So if you're ready for a new take on Wonder Woman, starting up here very shortly, there's going to be a new creative team on Wonder Woman book for DC Comics. So yeah, and you start there maybe in. and uh, see what it's like. If not, you can always go back and get trades. You know, you can get the Brian Rizzarello run with Cliff Chang. You can get... Which I need that, to read that. What was that book you used to get? Oh, the... Legends of Wonder Woman. Yeah, I heard that was good. That was really good by Renee De Liz. Yeah, whatever. So like, there's good stuff out there. Like you just. I'm still trying to decide which one is better, Dark Knight or Wonder Woman. Like not the trilogy, just oh. Dark Knight. Well, I, I, I agree with Marvin's points on it that it's like Dark Knight's more of a crime that was movie, a, yeah, superhero movie wise. That was always my, my overall. I don't know. I watched Dark Knight like 50 million times when it came out. I so. think the only reason I I, I question yeah, it I think is it's the fact movie. that yeah. Dark Knight is one is. The one movie I actually believe is legitimate. When I watch him fight Bane in Dark Knight Rises, like yeah, that it, it, he's not Bane to me. When I watch him fight Rachel Ghoul, I'm like, oh, it's it's good. But when I watch him go up against the Joker, where this Joker really doesn't give a shit about anybody, not even himself, it's like I believe that, and I actually believe that Dent went to be a good guy, and he's he he got screwed, yeah. and so he's like, you know, what? fuck everybody. You see, that's what I mean. Though. And so yeah. actually, character wise, I be, I but even. Those aren't super. They're not metas. They're actually just people. Right. Well, you know that what? I actually go. That's at least one story that it's self-contained yeah. is good. But what I mean is, though, is like uh, Nolan takes that movie and makes it his own. Like that's Christopher Nolan's Batman. It's not a Batman movie that Chris Nolan directed. Right. Which is what I mean what you should do. But still, like this movie, even though Patty Jenkins directed it, it feels like a Wonder Woman movie. Right. It feels like. If I somebody saw that and they read the comics, they would be like, "Oh, they're getting the same thing." Yeah. Right. Whereas you I read agree. Dark Knight and then you read the Batman comics, you're like, "This is kind of like kind of cheesy for them to read," yeah. you know, with the purple cape and with the weird villains that sometimes pop up, right. and some of them actually do have powers and stuff like that. It's not what you're getting from that movie. And I agree, and that was my biggest gripe. And I'm sure you, I don't know how much you would agree, but I I want metas. I like when Batman goes up against. These yeah. extraordinary people. You mean the calendar man? He has powers now. The best. <laughs> um, I, I think Wonder Woman is a, a superb movie. I may even think about raising mine to a nine because I, I actually really enjoyed this movie. It was a nice, a, a nice, a, yeah, a nice entry from DC instead of garbage. I don't think it was perfect though. Like I'm no, not gonna, no, no. Right. I'm not gonna be like, oh, this, this is the best movie it could have been. I think it, there's a little bit of work that could have been done to make it better. Because the the who she thinks is Aries the whole time, I'm already going. I know that's that's the but obvious. Think about it. This is her first. I run. know, but to me, it was one, as a person who's seen plenty of movies and you know, detective. Uh, he was. Not, yeah. I knew he was going to be. He was the right. obvious answer. Where you're like, eh, you know what? That guy who played Lupin. It's weird that you're in this movie. Spoilers. Well, I know. I guess that's being meta about but. the movie, but like she's so gullible because it's like she's experiencing the world of man for the first yeah. time. Well, I, get, well, I, I only mean, figured out because like when she was in that room with the rest of them and like she's like she brought up and it was another moment of where I thought the writing wasn't that great where she was like, 
man, why do they just keep arguing in there? They won't let him speak. And I was like, yeah, because he's like fueling their hate and shit right. like that. So especially like, oh. when he looks at her and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, there's, there's, my, there's, there's a girl sister. in here. And he's like, oh, Diana, I want you to send me through this war. Here's the money for it. Yeah. You can't go. You can go. <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, in terms of like, actually, I think it doesn't have a better... Uh, it's, I think it's getting better reviews than Dark Knight. It is. It's at a 97 again. It was at a, it dipped down to 94 now. I'm not saying that Rotten Tomatoes is the end all no, be all. No, but more people like it. Yeah, more. And I think that's a symptom of maybe just the times that people want something that is really about, like you said, hope and love. Mm-hmm. And like it's lighthearted. There's jokes. Because yeah, it everything really is, else yeah. in the DC Universe movies, like since Man of Steel, has all been about despair, yeah, despair and overcoming yeah. despair. And now this is like, yeah. no, it's the complete opposite. We get the nice thing is she's new. Mm-hmm. Other than being in uh, BVS, this is our first movie ever. Yeah, now that it's original and nice to see. It's nice in these times to get a movie where everybody is like, uh, you know, you know, things aren't going the greatest, and then you get that movie where she's like, no, people are going to do what they want to do. The biggest thing that you should do is you have to believe, and you have to, you know, believe the best in people. You want to hope the best for people and help people out when you can. You were going to bring this up, and I'll bring it up now. Uh, her lasso work. Superb. Oh, yeah. That's oh, right. yeah, in that last fight Holy scene. That was the greatest part of the last fight awesome. scene. Like, Cowboys learned from her. Not saying that Cowboys are going to be doing what she was doing, but damn, she was awesome at it. And I think just her fighting style in general, I love. I yeah. do like that she, like, so that she thinks that that sword is a god killer, and then Ares just devours it in two seconds not devours it just stops it. it with his hand and i like that because i was like okay now all she has left is defensive weapons but she's still like the weapon like he says the weapon is her and so he takes she takes her out both his hands um do you think steve's still alive by the way he died but they kind of cut I, away there was a second there that i thought that he probably could he was alive, like smiling the contemplation he had of I could get out of this. And I guess to me, my even my wife asked, she goes, I think that pissed her off that they had to kill him. I said, why the way he's going to die? Yeah, but he can't be in the to new give, To give any validity to what he was doing, there's no way, because they just explained it. Oh, yeah, this has a 50-mile radius. Even if he, that's like, Got maybe that's playing on Dark Knight Rises, like being like, oh, I'm going to shoot this, but there's only 12 seconds left, and yeah. I survived. Yeah. Like, eh, probably not. He had a gas mask. Yeah, <laughs> we see what happens to a gas. That's the part that kind of annoyed me over and over again. They, I know they wanted to test if people were in gas masks that they would still die. Yeah, every time they would like throw one in, I'm like, okay, we get it. It's gonna dissolve the freaking gas mask. I understand. I thought that lady who played uh, Doctor Poison was was horrible. I thought, thought she was bad. Well, I thought her writing was bad. It was like so yeah. like like so. She reminded me of like uh, bad guy. Firefly. Kind of. How she's like has that itch to like. So I thought those two, actually, the general two, was like they had like weird. I couldn't get over the fact that he was striker in oh. Origins. Was he? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so, right. that, so that rubbed me wrong the whole time I saw him. I thought their lines were like so, like not uh, so blunt, being like, "Oh, we're bad guys," especially right. like when they like laugh maniacally when they had those people locked in. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "All right, I get your bad guys, and you enjoy <laughs> killing people." The part I didn't get is why does that guy striker or whatever take that drug so many freaking times even yeah. when he doesn't need to i feel like like i would I know, like, yeah it feels good gun. <laughs> like it feel yeah right he's like oh now i'm fighting somebody maybe i should take this not man i'm kind of bored right now i think i think one thing that bugged me is that fight scene that she has with the general mm-hmm. he should stand no chance against <laughs> he's an older man 
she is built. I was like, like how brick strong house. does that make you actually? Yeah, in I World War One, she's wearing armor. Era. She is a trained killer or just a trained uh, fighter. She should never have taken a hit from him. So it actually makes you stronger. I thought it was going to just turn out to be that it makes it feel like he can't feel anything. I assume it was like meth, where he's yeah. just high out of his mind. But I guess, and maybe that would be the thing. If you can't feel pain, you don't. I guess technically he really didn't hurt her, but he did. He was he strong enough to around. like push her around. Yeah, and that's basically all he did. And she killed him, and then. Oh, uh, one other thing that it not a big critique. I get it's PG thirteen. There should have been just a tiny bit of blood dripping from that sword. Just he, one drop. He's dead inside. I just right? need to see one drop. Just to know that he's at <laughs> least human and blood. They're still half. Of course, a sword. then he got obliterated. From, yeah. So it didn't matter. Alex is hoping that when he sliced turtles and like a spray of blood came out, Kill Bill style. Of course. <laughs> uh, to be when I when we were watching this movie, I kept thinking about um, the raid because they actually instead of you know they showed you her contact. I was like, oh, that's good. That's how it should be. Show me her attacking them and them taking damage. Not yeah. Watch her throw a punch, then the guy goes flying. When I never saw. Oh, that's what I was gonna say because like in the first like the first action scene, it was that yeah. where like she would do they would do something. And it would just like cut away, and I was like, "What's with this fake fighting shit? I hate it so much." And then the rest of the movie wasn't that though. Yep. It actually was real. Because I agree that that it was did bug me. Yeah, um, I do like. <laughs> I I didn't think this was that subtle at all. Maybe it was, but I do. I, I did enjoy it though. That it turns out that Ares, instead of being the general, who obvi- like you said, obvious, he turned out to be like in this, in that day and age, the person who is a warmonger is the politician. Like, that's who it is. It's not the person on the front lines, yeah. the person behind the desk. Right. And it made me laugh. I was like, oh, okay. I get it. Which I guess great. to me, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. Ares would have nothing to do with fighting anybody. He just wanted to entice you guys to fight. He's more. obviously not dead. You know what I mean? Right. Ares. No. no, he'll be back. I got one question for you guys. Reborn. And this is, do you feel by the end of that movie that it was justified for Steve to say I love you after knowing her no. for like five days? Uh, to be fair, I, I mean, I understand it. And they've spent enough time together right. and they've already, you know. That's movies, though. You know what I, I mean? Know. They spend 12 hours with each other and they're the mm. love of their life. So I'm pretty, now, you know. you got to get in early, though. If you meet Wonder Woman, you got to say I love you to. Do you think they were reading the 12 books? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, I thought. In that top floor. Uh, townhouse. Thing. There's a lot of sexual humor in this movie that I thought yeah. was like pushed it for DC. Maybe that's what they got to do. Like it's that line. Like Chris Pine, Chris Pine is a sexy guy. Maybe they were just like well, get I, a shirt I, off. I told you about those time. eyes. Got lost in them. They, they I tell you what, blue. it wasn't even the sexy stuff. Didn't bother me at all. It made sense. And I, to be fair, if I met Wonder Woman, I would probably tell her I love her too. Because <laughs> that's I, what I mean. You got to get in I early. I tell you what, that mm-hmm. she's a, a very nice. She's got lady. a nice home. The mascara. That water's the bluest Shit. I've ever seen in my life. Dude, I want to be in that you hot tub. You see when he was like kicking his feet around, you see the light trailing it? I yeah. was like, that's 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 some good H2O. <laughs> I think they filmed that in Italy, I think. I'm pretty I sure. I want to go there. Oh my, I do. I, yeah, it was really nice. I was like, oh, that looks I would great. go to that Paradise Island. And then they go to London, and it looks like shit. So I could see her being like, this is fucking London? Yeah, and it's like I thought that was That's not for everybody. Era. Not real. I guess that's past the industrial area, but that's more how London is. It's more so, uh, dark and gloomy. Yeah, so I think we all should say go see it. Oh, yeah, I agree. Go absolutely. see it. Uh, Worth their time. Bring anybody who seems interested in Wonder Woman and go to your Wonder Woman comics. To be fair, if, Wonder you, Woman if, if I'm saying it's worth your time, must mean it's decent. <laughs> yeah, he said that Superman? one S word he says all the time. Oh, here it is. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Spoke too soon. I, I literally <laughs> was just going to say Shit. <laughs> Uh, it does make me excited for Justice League. You know what, Justice League? Actually, I don't think we brought up on the show that uh, 
Joss is taking over post production and they're doing some reshoots. However, I did find out also that uh, before they started actually filming, he did touch up some of the script. So actually, he he wrote rewrote some of the script. So, I like that. I you know I believe in Joss Whedon because you know like what he's done for like Avengers and like that's still my one of my favorite Marvel movies, the first Avengers movie. Yeah, I think it's the best Avengers movie out of all the Avengers. He's good with movies, characters. But, yeah. So if anything, he probably looked at that script and was like. Let's get some character moments in here, which right. would be great. So, Justice uh, League November? Yep. I'm excited to see how they play with each other. Gosh, I just can't wait. I mean, <laughs> not like that. I mean, how they interact with each other. Uh, to be fair, it was pretty understood why I gave you that face of, ugh. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for it uh, now. Maybe I, 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 be, I, will, I will actually probably go see it opening night now. So I was worried about Flash, but that's it. Yeah. Just, just because you heard about the director. director disaster that's going on. Well, hopefully now... Like with this movie, <laughs> and hopefully it does good at the box office, it'll make it so DC can actually find some directors that want to stick around. Hey, is the Suicide Squad still sticking around with Mel Gibson? And I don't know if he's still a contender or not. Uh, this I, movie, I don't care to see a sequel. I'd rather see more movies get a first chance than Suicide Squad get a second chance. Well, I don't think Suicide Squad needs another chance. Other than I know everyone wants to see Margot Robbie and Will Smith. I could give two shits. Hashtag not hard, Quinn. Hashtag uh, not, not my joker. Job. Deadshot's okay. I like Will Smith as Deadshot. But the Joker, meh. Margot Robbie, not Harley Quinn. Hashtag uh, Katana cry. Um, <laughs> by the way, hashtag upgrade to HD. That's the worst you mean com- XD? XD. That's the worst commercial now. I can't ever oh, hear what I, he's ever saying when he yells. No, I would much rather watch that than the group of Okay, that's Nin- true. Nineteen-year-old sing the song to me. Um, bop. That's true. No. At least it's like loud no, and like shows you how. And he's just going, works. "This is XD," and I'm like, "Okay, so it that, is the fucking unicorns." <laughs> right. That mm-hmm. is our review of Wonder Woman. Uh, go ahead and see it. Let us know what you think. Email us at WednesdayComic65 at gmail dot com. Email me too. I want long form reviews. Don't give me a word. I want a paragraph. Um, <laughs> so we we are professors that, here. Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, your definitive online source for all things Swamp Thing, featuring news, reviews, and a comprehensive chronology of the Swamp Thing. Holland Files number one is currently sold out. Issue two is in production. Make sure to follow John on Twitter at DCWorldSwampy or on Facebook.com slash RootsOfTheSwampThing. That is RootsOfTheSwampThing.com for more of the green. So let's move on to our reviews of the week. Short week, we're going to only review four books because nothing that big came out. So we, plus we got two features, double feature. Mm-hmm. Kill or Be Killed number nine by Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, and Elizabeth Brubaker. So uh, I read eight and nine back to back. Yeah. I thought eight was uh, great. I thought nine was good. I agree with that. Which one was eight? Was that the one with the girl on the cover? Uh, no, it's with him. I think he's uh, just standing on the cover. Okay. So um, in nine, so we, eight ends with, he he called his drug dealer, he needs more, med, more meds. He goes to pick him up and then it's a setup. The Russians are after him. Right. Nine is, starts with that. Uh, I thought that was all great, but let's, like we were talking about last week or week before that. I forget where we talked about like I'm more interested in like uh, the other the two girls stories, right? Where this was like I thought it was good, but it was like basically just an action scene. You know what I mean? I have to admit I I'm going to give this issue maybe a seven. 
just the fact I it was fine. It was fine, but it yeah. wasn't anything special. Yeah, I would like to see it go back to the girl's point of view, just because like you made like I said, I think I said it last week. The world seems so more grander when there's more point of views, and like going back to Dylan, it's like I don't know. I'm waiting for the next big story point, like not the like he's kind of like the fuck up. He like he does something like he plans it to a T. And then it's like, and oh, but it all falls it. apart. Yeah. Scooby-Doo gang. Basically. So he uh, kills a Russian, kills his friend by accident, drops him off the hospital. And guess what? They got him on CCTV. So now they know what. And he, he was dead like. on arrival, though. Dead on arrival. <laughs> uh, that'll probably be enough for the demon to uh, skip him for the next one. He killed a drug dealer. I think it's enough. And the Russian hitman. So it's two it for one. Two months. I think he's very smart on how he avoids police. Though. Like he goes like three cities away to this like crappy small town and like hides in the woods. Like that's what I would do. Like I would not stay in the city A. I would not cross state lines. I'd go some small town, throw my car in someone's. I don't know, just like in the back alley somewhere, and then book it. Every book once in it. a while, I find that narration a little weird. Yeah, like when he burnt the van. You like, oh, don't worry, it didn't. It didn't uh, burn up the woods. And I was like. <laughs> All right. I'm like, yeah. what's the point of that shit? Probably like, smoky. waiting for PETA to be like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't think the Dylan doesn't strike me as a guy who would give a shit if it lit up the. He might yeah. be like, oh shit, like, what did I do? But he wouldn't be like, don't worry. I think sometimes when I read it and it's Dylan talking to us readers, it kind of throws me out of the book. You know what? I thought about that and I really didn't like that either. And then I thought, I looked, it seems like, and this would make sense for the wood part, that maybe he's telling this story to Someone the police. Else. And like, hey, by the way, I didn't. Nothing happened to the woods, by the way. And he keeps saying to somebody, "Well, you obviously know this already. Yeah. You obviously know this." Or thinking you know, it's us, the reader. Might yeah, be the he's actually. He's I think maybe he's confessing. Story. He's confessing, and that's okay. the end of the story. He's confessing all this stuff. Did he? Was he taking anxiety drugs at the beginning of the story? Yeah, he was taking uh, Razpan, I think. Okay, yeah. Because so I was gonna say this guy does. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, now, besides the fact that you're running from cops, but yeah, you have anxiety. Yeah, but I question how these cops work in the city. I know it's supposed to be New York, but man, there's no cops anywhere. There's two in the park. Yeah, that was eight or nine. This one, eight. It was an eight when he was going to kill that. Because uh, nine lobbyist. was too busy shooting everybody. Oh yeah, it was yeah. when he was going to kill the lobbyist in Central Park, and then he saw two cops. He's like, by the way, the lobbyist just was like. Are you following me, police? <laughs> and then they chased them, and I was like, "Wow, that you really don't have to make much of a case, <laughs> right?" Uh, yeah, that part with the uh, his friend. What's his friend's name? The girl, uh, Mel? No, his girlfriend or the redhead? The redhead, Kara. Kara. So remember, Kara was in the closet, saw his medicine, and took oh, it. Yeah. And Always that's why in, in that while. scene, yeah, he's like, "That's oh, why yeah. he's like, I think I, I smell her for some reason. That's weird." I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, they intersected the right. stories. And that's where his medicine went. So he went to get more of the which actually, so that story affected this story. And so, like, that's it's nice. Cool. I like the way it's, like, all set up. Tied together. Like, yeah. But I feel like it should be an even, you know, like, one hitters, one his, and then one the detective story. I have to admit, right. this, I guess for me, this issue is just, yeah, it was an action scene, but it was slow. And it's not that the action was slow. It just, no, it, it feels it just, a little. It wasn't what I wanted from this issue. It's a little too decompressed. Like, the last issue, this one should have been one issue. I yeah. Think. Right. I want to know, like, next issue what's going to happen because i know the cliffhanger of that one will probably drag me into the next issue but this i was like eh, if nothing like if he died at the end of that issue i would have been like all right that's yeah, what i thought um, it was like oh they have him on cctv and i was like well they already have a sketch of him yeah cops have seen him like what more do they need right now they have him on cctv what now they know like how he is all right right 
what else is going to happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Would have been better if, like, I don't know. Like, Maybe he goes to California for a while. <laughs> so I was say, I'm, I'm starting to feel like this. I know this is supposed to be a, a longer run. Feels like this could be done here in the next like seven issues. Yeah, it's going a little maybe too quick, but unless there's some gambit that we don't know about that's going to completely True. change the narrative. The demon's real. That, see, if they're going to go with that, go with it. If they're not, then it's time to tell me yay or nay. Like, as in now, I'm getting tired of wondering right. what it is because it would be a, it would be a more of a thriller book if I knew that he was imagining the demon. Um, but it would be a kind of cool supernatural story if it was an actual demon. So it's like pick your pick and choose. Like, what do you want to do? I'll go with a seven too. The last one I think was a nine, but this one was a seven. Yeah, yeah. It's just waiting for the next. Uh, stuff. Speaking of uh, being confused if it's real or not, Alex, what else we get? <laughs> that was good. Uh, Moon Knight number fourteen, written by Jeff Lemire, Greg Smallwood on art, and Jordi Belair as the colorist. So. Uh, We've been mentioning the whole time we've, we've been reviewing Moon Knight that it's kind of weird. Like, what's real? What's not real? Like, what do we know actually what's happening? So, basically, it turns out that it's all been in his head. Um, and he overcomes that. And at the end, it's like, now he's actually full form now. Now he's right. Moon Knight again. So, I was thinking about that. I was reading and I was like, normally, I don't like things that are like, oh, it was all in their head or it was a dream. I hate dream sequences so much. Yeah. What was I watching? Oh, did you watch Master of None on Netflix? No. So season two is amazing. There's one scene where he has a dream and they, like, you know, like weird shit Something happens. that you want. Weird shit oh, happens in oh. dreams. It's a nightmare. Oh, okay. And the weird shit happens. Sony, he, Sony pulls his heart out of his chest. And I was just like, I don't, I don't like things that are pretending to be real. And then like after you see this, like, psych, actually it wasn't real. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got to the end of this. I was like, well, I guess the whole thing was fake. So I'm good with that. Like if he would, if it would have been like, oh, he's been in and out, then I probably would have been like, ah, I don't like when you like play with it like that. But I thought it was, you know, it's, I think feel like if I read the whole thing together, I'd be like, oh, this is amazing. But I think it was good to great. Um, is it actually done? Yeah, that was it. I, was, I mean, the, but they're not. There's not another there's writer. Not, there's not gonna be a fifteen. They have. I think they were going to, and then they were just like, eh, I'm, let's, I, let's keep. I him guess up. I'm okay with so. it being done. It doesn't make me have to cut it, and it just ends the book. They can start another Moon Knight number one and be... I wasn't really satisfied with the ending. I mean, I, I give it a seven, and I get, like, what they were trying to tell. But by the end, I was just kind of, like, worn out by the I think it was a little too long. Yeah. It, like, he said, like, um, oh, yeah, like, Greg wanted to make draw some more art and get this stuff all included, so I dragged out the art from, like, 12 to 15, and I was like, should have kept it at 12. I liked... The art was great. Yeah. I, I liked yeah. it a lot, and the coloring was fabulous. Um, I agreed the the wordiness was. I mean, it just it, it wasn't wordy. I read this right. book in maybe three minutes. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, was say it was, I really can. It minutes. wasn't like it was wordy, but it's just for fourteen issues for not a whole lot really to go on. Right. It felt too easy to me. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, like you just said, it's like it feels like some issues were mostly just art, and like it got one thing happened, and you're like, okay. <laughs> And you're right, though. Like He did drag it out for that art. Um, 13 should have just been like five bucks and make it like a 40-page story or something. Yeah, double issue. Yeah. But maybe Craig needed more time. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I'm going to give it an eight just because I like the art so yeah, much. Yeah, I was going to give it an eight, too. I like the art in this I'm issue. sticking with seven. It didn't really do it because like, when I read that, I was kind of like, because we took Hadrian's Wall off the list, I was like, could've, we could have left that. Yeah, that's what well, I thought, too. I was like, I'm... Kind of sure what happened in Hadrian's Wall. It was good. I read it. it was oh, did you? Okay. I, it wasn't oh, bad. See, I read. I read Dead Orbit last night. It's good. It's good. Yeah, that art is 
Stokey Art. I got a theory awesome. about that book. Alien? Yeah. Alien at Orbit. That he's so scared. Have you read number two? Are you reading that? I have the first two. I haven't read it yet. Okay. Well, then I don't want to spoil it. But I... Well, never mind. I'll just text it to you. <laughs> Me? Or yeah. yeah. The guy that hasn't read it, hey, I'm text you, I'm waiting for you to talk about Descender with us. He's 28 behind. I'm down by seven. Are you getting that book still? Are you going to no, drop it? I okay. dropped it already. Did you? Descender. It hasn't come out lately since you You can't be 21 issues behind and hope to catch up one day. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to read that. And he's like, God, I wish we still get I know. I know. <laughs> that's the fear. I, that's why I kept getting it because I was like, what if I read these one day and I want to. Then I'm like, oh, shit, I stopped getting it. Why don't you after, just do it? Like, then after just 21. Set that on your top of your pile and just do it. Then after 21, I was like. You know when you told me that I should read, and I know we're getting on side sideboard here. Jeff Lemire, so. <laughs> But I'm just thinking, you remember when you told me Lazarus that I needed to read just those handbooks, just a couple pages a night? One issue at a time? Read one issue a day. One step at a time. One page, one panel a day is all you have to read. One so, panel a day makes pain go away. Remember we always talk about on this podcast about books you would give to a new reader versus books you would give to an experienced comic reader and they would think you would enjoy it? Moon Knight, this run at least, I think... You have to give it to somebody who's used to comics. Yep. Yeah. If you oh, give it to somebody new, they'd be like, fuck comics. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> and they'd be like, I know this is Moon Knight. That's it. You wouldn't even know <laughs> it's probably Moon Knight. Especially with all the changing yeah. art style. the is called Moon Knight. So. And Greg's uh, style is like all over the place. Not all over the place, but the panel layout's not right. standard. I, lo- I love his panel work, though. I do, too. It kind of reminds I mean, like, me of Sorrentino. I love that artwork. Yeah. The um, panel layout's kind of like Shit, but uh, Ellis's would that's be what I was gonna say. But that one, one, you'd be like, "Hey, Here, new reader, nice they're all one shots. They're all simple stories." So I like that. There isn't so. That's what I like about it. Is like this is more, you know, heady, more, you know, introspective of Moonite's character, and where that one is more like, "Hey, here's here here's how he solve something." Yeah, here it's more like taking those things and using them as genre pieces yep. rather than. Uh, something about his head. I mean, it's okay. I mean, not All okay. Right. I thought it was good. And some issues were great. Some issues I loved. And I think if I read the whole thing, I'd be like, I would think of it higher than I do now. But you're right. After 14 issues and you feel like you're going to cut some out of it. Now at this point, I'm like, I feel like I will, like, I feel like I've been getting this ending over the last three yeah. issues, but they just needed to like, and yeah, and summarize basically. And in summary, this is exactly what yeah. happened. You know, it feels uh, like you know okay. when you're writing a paper and it's got to be six pages and you're on four and you're like, just keep repeating yourself. Let's just let's just <laughs> increase the font size on <laughs> that period. <laughs> they won't know it's not twelve. <laughs> uh, Garrett, uh, what, we picked up another book and it's called uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman Annual Number One. Oh yeah, from Rebirth, um, written by. Well, here, I'll do the teams. It was the first story was Greg Rucka and Nicholas Scott. Second story was Vita Ayala and Claire Rowe. Third story was Michael Mareke and Colin Kelly with Stephanie Hans. And then the last story was Jackson Lansing with David LaFuente. I might have screwed up who those teams were all together, but um, I thought the first and last story of this annual were great. The ones in the middle, there was some art that was great. And then there was I'll one. I'll look again because I can't remember what. So the, the first one was the Superman, Batman, Batman the Superman. Trinity one, yeah. basically. That was. I, awesome. I thought it was good. It was I like that one too. It's short, but I think I liked it. It was kind of like that's all humor in the movie, like the whole, all the Batman one-liners. Amazing. I liked it. I also like keep company. I like. I'm, I don't get lonely, or however it said. <laughs> but it's a powerful message. Like at the end, when Bruce is mad, is he's mad because of how great Diana is. He's like, 
she looked into our hearts and we looked into hers. We got a lot of work to do. That's what Batman says at the end yeah, of that. She's the best. And I was like, that is, that's great. I also like when he, when they're all holding the lasso, he's like, I'm Clark Kent, kal And Bruce is like, I'm Batman. Right. Because like, that's who he really is. She, she wants to know who they really are. I can't deny Superman is being freaking annoying, though. Like, he was funny at some points. Like, at I, some points, I was like, all right, Green Arrow, let's get out of here. Is it no, no, Superman's being disrespectful, for, disrespectful by not leaving Batman alone. It's also a little weird because it's rewritten history because it's like the new Superman, but this is in the past. So it's like that. Well, technically the whole thing with the new him. Superman is everything before new Superman. You don't worry about it. Doesn't mean they <laughs> rewrote it. Uh, King Shark was the second one. I actually like King Shark. Yep. It was cool. I like I like this one that it wasn't. Uh, yeah, he's a monster, but he's not the bad guy. That'd yeah. be cool if that was the next like storyline that creative team took care of that because I thought that was very good. Yeah, I like that at the end. She's like, "Make sure, like, promise me you're going to do good." And he's like, "No promises." She's like, "Of course." And he's like, "Thank you." And like that's how it ends. Because I like that he wasn't the bad guy. Yeah, he was just. In the wrong spot. Uh, the third one was okay. Uh, well, I, I like the third one. Yeah, that was the, the one I really enjoyed the art on. Yeah, I really like the art on this one too. Because the nice thing about this whole you annual was no, never mind. Yeah, you're right. I like this one a lot. It showed different parts of what one woman can be. She can be this friendly teenage girl in the first one. She can be this um, humanitarian, telling you you don't don't just kill someone. You got to come to this consensus. You got to work through it. And then she actually has to kill her friend in the third one. Right. Because you're one of the best fighters I've ever had or ever fought with. Turns out you're cursed by a ghost mm-hmm. that you decided to choose. The only way to stop you is to kill you, and I'm sorry. Right. And he was and he was like at the end, he was like, Thank you. Like yeah. I wanted you to do this. I know it sucked doing it, but, but I, I knew you done. would. I knew you yeah. would do it. I actually like the last one a lot too. And I like the kaiju thing. The kaiju and the kaiju one was awesome. Was art, La Fuente's art. That art was great. I, I've always liked La Fuente's art. When he's mad and then she brings him to an island full of other kaiju, he's like, see, you're not as low as you thought you were. And it's a little, you know, a little cheesy, but sometimes you, that's what you need. I mean, that's who she is. It was cartoony, it was, you know, but it was art that worked for that story. I do like reading that annual kind of proves it to me and actually seeing Wonder Woman in the movie proves it to me. Because a lot of times you like to think that you like the anti-hero because it's cool to like somebody that's like a Wolverine. Yeah, he's he does bad things. And people do like like the, oh, I like the villain. He's badass. But I do like just somebody who's a hero because that's what like they like to do good. And that's who right. Wonder Woman is. That's who Superman is. And like I think there are two characters who are misunderstood. And like when people don't like him, it's because they're doing the opposite, trying to make him like, right. oh, no, they're warriors. They're like Superman. He's all, all he is is brute strength. Or Wonder right. Woman, all she is is she likes to kill people. And it's like, no, that's not what makes them great. Right. What makes them great is they're both compassionate like people. Christopher Reeve getting the cat out of the tree. Like, yeah. no one normal would do that. But people that generally want to do good are going to go that extra step and do that. Compassionate people doing the right thing because that's what they want to do, not because they have to do it. I'm going to give this Wonder Woman annual a nine. Because, I would nine because all four stories were actually really good for different things. I do think if you saw the movie and you like it, you can get that. Yeah. It'd be good. I told Guest Host One to read it, and he was like, eh, I don't need to read more books. And I was like, that gets me pretty amped yeah. for that movie. Five books. I think you got time for one more. You the day after. He pulled, uh, have you seen Dumb and Dumber before? The first one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know when um, Lloyd's leaving the uh, gas station, and he goes, oh, big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. That's what your brother did to us. <laughs> Badass, I huh? I thought well, he, see you later. I thought he was going to the bathroom and he didn't say bye to me. I was like, all right, I guess. I didn't, oh, he, he asked me what I thought. I said I liked it. He left. That's uh, Guest Host 1's review. 
he just came over and was like, badass, huh? Well, see you later. He just walked <laughs> he away. even said he might get a DC book, jokingly. I know he's not going to. Why? No. I'm going to want to anyways. Um, yeah, so I thought those were Maybe great. he'll get Blue Beetle for you. It was great. So if, <laughs> yeah, right. if you're looking to get some Wonder Woman and you know what to jump in, jump in this one and then is Greg's doing one more? I think, yeah, I think he's doing up to 25 and then after that it's That must just be like a epilogue. Long. No, I think right. 24 is the epilogue. 24 is an epilogue. I think 25 is like a one shot like, see you guys, yep. don't cry. And then 26 is a new story. And like I was thinking after Rucka to drop one room, but I'm like, that movie's wanting me to stay on that book. I, I don't, She's I, a good I, character. I think the only thing that I would drop Wonder Woman for is that I don't like the team or I don't like Right. If if twenty six if twenty six is bad, then yeah, I'll drop it. Yeah, but, every once in a while you get somebody who writes her doesn't know how to write. But I can't so I can't I stop it. getting Wonder Woman. I've, I like that character far too much. Right. Secret Empire number three, written by Nick Spencer, art by Andrea Sorrentino with Rod Rice. Um, this is the third tale of Secret. No, fifth tale of Secret Empire <laughs> number three issue though. Um, what do you guys think of? Uh, oh, sorry. Secret Empire and where we are right now. I think as a an event, it's actually a, a really good event. Um, every time I get started reading an issue, though, I go, God, this book is going to be wordy. But it's so good. The way that Spencer knows how to write Captain is good. I enjoy it. Uh, the only issue, like, no, I shouldn't start with issues, whatever. Sorrentino's art is so amazing. Sometimes I have trouble to figure out who, what character is which, because you don't see much of their face. Oh, so there's points where there's like Black Widow. I'm like, but is that Black Widow? Yeah, like, but is it not? Yeah. <laughs> I think just, my problem is that I feel like this Sorrentino's art is actually lackluster. It's not as good as it is in other books. I think it's defined to borders. That's why. They're I was going like, to say, yeah, they're, they're telling him to tone it down a little bit, make it more conventional than he usually does. That is too bad, because I think the problem is that he's not as detailed as he normally would. Like in. Um, Old Man Logan, holy shit, his panels were great, his lines were fantastic, and there was definitive... He might also be rushed, though. That's what I'm thinking. I think it's unfortunate that he's being rushed, because it's not as good, it's not as crisp as it normally is, and that yeah. bugs me. Uh, he does not know how to draw Sam Wilson. I didn't know that no, Sam Wilson. No, until I didn't know it was Sam Wilson. Until they're like, Sam Wilson. I was like, oh shit, he doesn't even look like he's... he's like bald. Uh, he looks like he's Hispanic. Yeah. I was like, and also he draws lips weird, Andrea. Yeah. It's like... Is that a lip or did he have like uh, some bomb blow up in his face? His art is better for action, I think. Not really like the slow moments. I'm kind of like, eh, I don't, it's not too, what, what's it called? Like, you know, opposite of linear. Like, what's motion? Um, I don't know. Dynamic. 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 There we go. Dynamic. So there was that part. I thought that part was actually pretty great with the cap and all that stuff. Yeah. Not cap. Um, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, in their head or not in their head, whatever. I don't know what that Steve is, but Rogers, the real yeah. Steve Rogers. Oh, that was okay. That's bumming me out. I, I really don't like that. Like, I, why can't we just stick with the whole story that Kobik made Cap believe this and they just have to do something to get Cap to not Shake believe it anymore? It. Yeah, rather than he's fighting. Right. The thing I don't like about it is also what I was talking about before. Like, there's no subtlety to that to physically show me him fighting his demons and coming back and like becoming his true self. Why not make that uh, like a choice and like some silent panel, see that he's struggling internally, like some dialogue choices rather than make it an actual part of the story where he's actually fighting to be back to be Steve Rogers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make it a little more subtle. I think the thing that the 
the twist that I'm expecting that will turn him around is someone's death, and it obviously can't be it's any Sharon. Well, say, the only person yeah. it would be would be Sharon. He's then the they can bring back young. Again. She's the only one who he gives a shit about. Because yeah, all of his friends, say. holy shit, he could give two flying fucks. <laughs> what he does to them. Uh, Hydra youth again, but they're not Nazis. Um, and I agree. I would like to see instead of this mind game he's having, let it be just that Captain goes to his own his own chamber where he's just sitting by himself and he's just. Lost. You know, because there's there's moments when he tries to do, do the good thing and like where he's saving people unattended, like you so you can see that Steve underneath it, and I think that's all we need, rather than showing me like actually fight it where there was the, I forgot what it was like he gave somebody oh the X Men where he was like I'm gonna tell In them this issue no it wasn't oh. the last issue where he's like I'm gonna tell them that uh, you guys are doing this against my will but actually I want to save you guys like I really don't. Want to have a fight with you guys? I don't want to fight you guys. I need to. You need to be out of this. That's like a real Steve moment, and it's like that's enough for me to know that he's there, rather than show me that he's there. Yep. I would believe that, except this issue took a different turn when he was basically like, "Yeah, destroy Atlantis, like send those bombs in and blow them up." He doesn't like Namor though. That's true. <laughs> I say, I guess. I mean, but he's already conflicted about Namor anyway. So you turn yeah. him evil, and he's like, "Oh yeah, get rid of that guy." Fuck him. Uh, the outside story with like Captain Marvel, oh, that, I thought that was okay too. They got to give him some some attention and love to be like, hey, we're still in space. And I like, could, we're still I, fighting. Cool. Right. See, I, don't, awesome. I don't mind seeing the fighting. That was fine. It was actually the Groot Rocket Star-Lord where they're going to go plead with all the other races that fucking hate them oh, I, and hate Earth. I, I forgot about that part and I hated that part too. That pissed yeah. me off. And then he calls Danver and goes, yeah, uh, they still hate us. I thought, no fucking shit, they still hate you. <laughs> I also thought it was like, Oh, okay. Here's the Guardians moment where we do jokes. Also, again, like I brought this up before, like, you know, where he like puts jokes in everybody's mouths. Yeah. Again, happened in this issue. I'm like, calm down. Not everybody can joke around. I forgot who it was. I think it was like Sam or something like that. It was during one of those scenes where like somebody who's like not usually jokey did a joke. And I yeah. was like, you don't, everything doesn't have to be funny. Set up, set up, set up, right. punchline. Something could be, let's just, you know, have a serious moment for a second, especially in a book like this, that he wants it to be really serious, but yet can't take itself seriously. How about one of the coolest cliffhangers of all time at that last page? You'll have to remind me. Punisher. Oh, holy shit. I hated that too. You hated it? Because has Punisher ever been a guy for government? No. So he's not, he's not affected by the cube at all. That's but his he could choice be, to go to go with Cap to be a criminal. So I say, I, the only thing that makes sense, he would have had to also you been. You think he under, would hate Cap? But he also had to be under the Cube's control. That's then. what I mean. He has to mm. be because he can't. It's not out of his own brain. He's going. Yep, I'm going to work for Cap. Cap no, fucking destroyed Las Vegas. You don't think Punisher's like the one he's person? The, bad guy. the one person who would take cap on now would be the punisher to go fuck you you're not who you're supposed to be hey, just like in you're punisher the punisher girl record story cap was the one to bring him back because he respects cap so much yep. i guess i didn't think about it more but i just was like oh punisher i was excited yes. to see the punisher and then i was disappointed that he wouldn't be working for hydra yeah. without being the real under the spell of the cube the real character for punisher in the story would be that he would see what cap's doing and be disappointed and be like, how could he be Blow doing this? Brain, like, that's the guy I look up to, and now he's doing bad things. I would rather have than, seen it be that at the, you know, when Cap dies from crossbones, this is the part where you see the scope pointing at Captain going, I got the free shot, and the bullet gets sent. You see, you pull back and you see it's Punisher who's doing the shooting. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, that would make sense. That's all I thought. I was just like, it seems weird. It seems like, you know, Civil War II, there were a lot of things where they're like, well, we got to have a bad guy. So let's make the, a lot of people were doing things they normally don't do and they weren't them. That doesn't seem like him. Yeah, that was cool. But then right. I thought about it. I was like, well, I don't think he would actually do that. Unless <laughs> you know he's I mean? like brainwashed. Yeah, something. that's what. And I guess we don't know what's up with those other Avengers, too, that are on this time. Scarlet Witch and Vision and all those people. But I, say, I think we're missing out on there's other books that are related to this. That are tied in that I don't get. Nice try, Marvel. I almost got the <laughs> Uprising one. Didn't do it. I actually think that's a one shot. Someone at the shop told me it was like four issue mini. Oh, is it? Okay, never mind. Uh, my thing, I'm not buying anything other than Secret Empire. Secret Empire. I I even dropped other another book, one for the change of team, but I don't need it to fucking tie in. What book's that? Doc Strange. Doc Strange. Okay. Cool interaction between Mariah Hill and Black Widow. I like the book. Where, where Mariah Hill was like even I wouldn't do that for kids. And then it was like, it's like you see Black Widow like fuming like. No, I one, I believe Maria, uh, Mariah Hill would. So yeah. she's a fucking liar. Well, I know, but like. I do still, like Black Widow though. She like, like gets under her skin. When they were having that training moment and she's like, you got to go for the kill or this, we're not, we're not messing around anymore. Like he literally blew up a city and, and then think twice about it. Like we're in kill mode now. Like right. we're here to play real. We're not playing heroes anymore. I thought that moment was cool. See, that's the thing about this whole thing. It goes from Nick Spencer understanding certain characters, Black Widow, Captain America, and then misunderstanding other characters completely. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And it's and then having moments just to have moments, I feel like, sometimes, where you know the Guardians moment was just to have a Guardians moment. It wasn't well, for That anything. one wasn't needed. That was just bullshit. So it was like a seven. Yeah. The art's a- great. Yeah. Like you said, though, it's a little like... It feels like Storm Chino, they're like, hey, we wanted you wanted to put you on Secret Empire. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to need this amount of time. They're like, no, this is coming out. Yeah. Month so that, month I, I think that's the thing that's bugging me right now is that, one, all of his, all the faces look like Clint Barton. All the male faces other than... Um, or Oliver Queen. Or Oliver Queen. It's like, no, you all look the same. By the way, I fucking hate those covers so much. It's like a cover within a cover. It's the same fucking cover. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make any sense. So I open it and I can see the same thing twice and then get an ad. You know what they probably did? They probably printed them. Yeah. So they're like, and charge that same price and like, ah, we better put some card stock on there. Yeah. So I'll admit I like the card stock. It's nice. But they should I, just take out that second page. Yeah. I'm going to take it out and restaple it. And still, every time it gets me, that fucking f- first page you flip and there's that ad. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm like, God, no. Why? I don't notice that very much. I guess end. I'm not noticing that, but. I'm not looking for it then. I'm just like, oh, I got to read the book. You don't turn the first page and you look at the first page? I do, but I don't. It's not. You know, I've gotten so used to when they had the um, Power Man fighting the Absorbing Man. I got used to that kid shaving his face. I was like, oh, whatever. It's always an ad. What do you give the book? Seven. 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 At the moment, we've been agreeing on a lot of things tonight. Nah, I said that. uh, What was the seven? A uh, Moon Knight. No, I said agreeing on a lot, not everything. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Just want to show you that we're not Fucking agreeing listen on everything. To me. Those are our review for this week, May 31st. We have Secret Empire 3. We have Moon Knight 14. It's 14? Uh, Killer Be Killed number 9. And One Woman Annual, Annual, Annual number, number one. 1. Rebirth. Wonder Woman Annual number 1. Uh, check out... Any of those books at your local comic book shop in Sioux Falls in South Dakota or Lincoln, Nebraska, Rainbow Comics and Cards. Rainbow Comics and Cards. 
looking for comic books, collectibles, board games, or any sports memorabilia or sports cards, the only place you need to shop in Sioux Falls or Lincoln, Nebraska. Visit their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Rainbow Comics and Cards, or their Lincoln location at Rainbow Comics and Cards, Lincoln. Or find them online anytime at RainbowComicsandCards.com. Uh, let's get into our second feature, uh, continuation of last week. Last week we had Garrett was uh, Forgotten Foes. Forgotten Foes. And this we'll week, Spider-Man. And this week we have what? Forgotten Friends. So Foes was last week, Friends is this week. All the, all the heroes and allies that we miss. I need a hero. Right. Um, he's I'm still ramp. tweaking the intro. He's going up the ramp, and you just you just push yeah, him up. Yeah, I'm like, no, Steve, I'm, I'm already, going now. I'm already the king of You the would hill. push him up it, though, so. Magic. Yeah, that's a lot of weight, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier just to push it down. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, <laughs> see, now I can't think. But basically, you know, there's so many characters in all the universes that we read. Um, we're feeling a little loss in one universe over the others. That's probably Marvel, because a lot of their characters are being replaced or hijacked. Um, or hijacked whatever but there's also great replacements for these heroes but still sometimes you miss uh those core people and who they are so um every time there's like you know retcons reboots rebirths what have you there's always some heroes and characters that get put by the wayside so this is just kind of putting a spotlight on them and being like we miss you we want you back like hopefully that your character will get some shine back in the you're talking universe. Jackson 5. We want you back, baby. Yeah. Right. You I'll start. go first. You go baby, first. Come back. Uh, actually, so the, you were just talking about that, and I just realized, looked at my list, and I was like, I did not put one outside of DC. Oh, yeah. I was list. thinking all DC, but then I was like, oh, wait, what about Marvel? Like, but that's I, the biggest issue. I got three I Marvel, two DC. I didn't even think about Marvel, but two I, cha- Marvel, I actually DC. did just change it up because there's two Marvel that I like to see back. Um, you know what? Actually, just talk about the one I just added because we are. Uh, Segwaying off of this uh, Secret Empire re- reveal, uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, like the actual like Steve, like right. That's my number two. Like I said, like a hero being a hero because that's what they wanted you. Like that's they're good because they are good, and that's Steve Rogers. And I feel like for a while, I we haven't had that Steve Rogers. I feel like the last time he was that was the first arc of Recommenders, Captain America. Yeah. You know, and I'm so nervous. Like, I know they're doing the reboot eventually for Cap and whatnot, but, like, I'm nervous that the Secret Empire is going to end with him becoming Steve Rogers' Captain America again, and then the next arc's, boom, he's dead. And someone's going to replace him. him. Like, if he gets replaced as soon as he becomes good again, I'm just going to be like, I just... I'm giving up Marvel. Like, you need... I'm waiting for the reboot. I, I had good. added on mine that it was, it was Captain America, Steve, with the shield. With, with his, his with, shield. With his round shield. There's a lot of legacy with that shield. And I get he gives it to Sam, but when he came back as Cap, obviously this is Hydra Cap. But like, if he, when he comes back, he needs to go up to Sam and be like, "Sam, I, I need I my shield." Back. I don't want it to be Captain goes to. I don't want Steve to go ask Sam. I want Sam to go, Cap, this is yours, and be and just go and not not relinquish the power, but the respect that you are the Captain America. Right. That I was just keeping your shield warm. I'll take that sweet stabby shield you got because it goes well in my wings. Put those on the end. Yeah, so I like I miss reading a Captain book where I knew like who that was. I think I I know who Captain America is, but 
lately at least. I mean, Hydra obviously is different, but even before that, when he was just like fighting with Sam all the time or fighting with people like being an old guy. I mean, let's get back to being hero cap. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. So does that skip you then? If you just yeah, that'd you? be my one of my ones. All right, so one of mine. Uh, he's at the bottom of my list. I'm gonna do mine from five to one. I don't care. Um, Booster Gold. Uh, is he on your list, Marv? Yeah, yes. I mean, he's just so pivotal to the DC universe. To have him not there, like new fans will have no clue Booster Gold is unless. You, I know, right? He, yeah. I, Alex, have no fun clue who Booster Gold is. But Although he wears sweet you gotta gold your, shades. You got to read your 52. Is he in that? Yeah, he's in the first yeah. page. So, <laughs> so I know you haven't read it. <laughs> like, when there's anything big DC event-wise, like, Booster Gold is typically involved because he's from the future. Um, so, to have him not around, you know that, like, there's behind-the-scenes things going on with his character. And if there's not, that's a shame. Because, like, he's so important to the DC Universe. So, that's a character I do. I, you're right. I do need Re-52 so I can find out who this character is. Cause I, I think like you'll like know. him. And then there is some old runs with that. Because, like, Blue Beetle like and him. would be up your alley. Really? Yeah. Time travel. Because I would like to see him team up with Blue Beetle. I was t- pitching this down on Travis, friend of the show. That they should do a Blue Beetle Booster Gold detective story, like detective book. That'd be so good. I mean, that's why at first I was getting Blue Beetle because I thought Booster might show up, and then he hasn't been around. So, although, what are you gonna do? But from the uh, front of the show, Travis was telling us that they're referencing uh, Justice League three thousand, right? Yeah, so that's why the same. And uh, Blue team. Beetle, yeah, yeah. Doctor Fate's in there, so there's a lot of sizzle from that. Uh, Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold basically is. A guy from the future. It's from the 31st century, I think. That comes back to the past, knowing things about the future and having this technology and like trying to be a hero. So, what's his? Does he have powers? Does he have a suit that he gives him power? Suit. suit and his robot friend. What's his robot friend's name? Skeet. Skeet. Nice. Skeet, or Skeet. Skeets or whatever, however you say it. I was thinking Skeeter from the Doug show. God, I miss Skeeter. Oh, that's a good show. That's a good show. I got that Quill Man shirt. I think the thing I miss wow. most about uh, Booster Gold is he represents that old DC where they didn't care that they had a hero that was kind of cheesy and kind of like campy. Where like in your new 52 habit and they're like, we're super serious. Right. You can't have this fucker around. Like, yeah, he was like bouncing all around that universe and eventually they just like zap. He's gone. And oh yeah, he was there at the beginning, and then there, he disappeared. I think it was converged. Literally disappeared in an issue, never showed up again. And what he like fades into nothing. Justice League International. Yeah, I, was, I thought he was an international for a while, for a bit, and then then he disappeared when he saw Wonder Woman and Superman kissing. He's like, wait, that's not correct, and right. then he disappeared. Oh, so now that even makes it more reason where he almost needs to show up. Yeah, because he sure remember he would back. know. He remember pre Flashpoint. That's why he was like, what's going on so here? So he and Flash and right. Batman would be the, well, even Batman didn't know He's going to show up. He is. He's in that jail, just, probably. Yeah, I would think so. But it's what like, if he's the guy behind it all? Well, he was Mr. Oz? <laughs> oh, shit. What's your second, Marv? Well, that was your second. Yeah, so now yep. it's down to you. <clears throat> so, technically, there's half a dozen versions of this character, I'm sure. Uh, I want the one that's still stuck in the metal adamantium. That's on my list too, Wolverine. I want Wolverine. I want the original Wolverine. I'm getting old man Logan fatigued. Kind of. I'm sick of it. I I mean, I I like the old man Logan book so far, but 
there's just something about the present day James Howlett that I want. Right. He's more ferocious. Like, I'm sick of, like, Logan the movie. I get why Old Man Logan's been coming out lately. It's because they're just like, you know, we need that weathered Wolverine. Like, let people see him. You know, you were talking about that last week, and I feel like a part of it is that Marvel, when they have anything that's unique, or Marvel editorial, at least now, when they have anything that's unique and like a flash in a pan being like, whoa, look how great this thing is. Like, it's different than what you're doing. Then they fucking like take it and pound your fucking face with it oh over and over. So like, oh man, Logan, that's a nice take on Wolverine. Well, that's going to be your fucking Wolverine, buddy. Right. <laughs> well, I was reading, I'm catching up on all new Wolverine and there's a flashback scene I was telling Alex about where it's James Howell, like young Wolverine and like their interaction. And I'm like, that felt so fresh. Mm-hmm. And then I read old man Logan. I'm just like, God, I'm just starting to get bored with this. Yeah. Like he's just constantly depressing. It's like, well, he's always the old man Logan's stuck in the past and he yeah. wants to fix things. Like, no, just be where you are. Cause that was so good about the first 13 issues of old man Logan is he's just accepting. This is where I'm at. Right. And then he got stuck going, Oh, I got to go back and do this shit. No, I don't know. I know, you know, I know Wolverine much like Deadpool is now was in everything. But I miss that. I miss that young Wolverine. I miss that guy who's just when he kills his own son by drowning him. It's like, yes, do that. I'm seeing old man Logan being like, I can't run anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't read old man Logan, so I can't really comment. But it feels like the younger Wolverine made more mistakes and like, you know what I mean? It wasn't so cynical. And like now you have this guy who like, right. You know, had a family, lost a family, and is kind of like the more of the uh, old mentor rather than the guy who's still trying to figure it out. I guess for me, it's the when I when old old man Logan is in when he's in the X Men team books, Wolverine's supposed to be the big gun. He's supposed to be that you know mm-hmm. your job is to help protect us. You're the one who's supposed to take all these hits, all these what would be a, a kill shot for everyone else. He's not. He's this kind of. He's more like, hey, we need we need this door open. Can you slice it open? My claws don't work. So like we can they go fight to. the bad guy. Hang on, yeah. they're coming. I'm working on it. It's like, no, dude, just right. fucking headbutt that door down. Well, since uh, that was one of Garrett's, also, let me bring up my next one. It's gonna be, uh, you know, you just, we just talked two Marvel Rails. Let me go DC again. I miss, and I don't know if this counts. Or it doesn't count. I miss um, Batman, but uh, Dick Grayson is Batman. Holy shit, that's my number one. <laughs> Dick Grayson, Batman. <laughs> Best. Yeah, did you ever... You never read Dick Grayson, Batman, did yeah, you? Yeah, you did. Batman did. Robin. I've read Batman and Robin. I read Batman and Robin oh, yeah. with Damien, and I've read the last... Um, however many it wasn't Detective. Cause you he gotta read the, you should Black read Mirror? the Batman ones, too. Yeah. By Tony Daniel. I never read those. You should read those. But... Like, there was just something fun about him being Batman. It was new. Like, he wasn't brought down by Bruce's experiences, like, for his whole life. And it was, it was just so fresh because, like, it's basically Dick has the same mission, but he's not, he's doing it, like, kind of like Wonder Woman's need to just do the right thing, not as the, I have to avenge my parents and do this. Yeah, I feel like the uh, Dick Harrison Batman's kind of uh throwback to like the uh, Silver Age Batman yeah. where it's more like you said it's less serious stories which I like serious Batman but I feel like every once in a while I just like that kind of like goofy Batman tale something that's just like 
<clears throat> like how it was for Batman and Robin, where it was like kind of campy and it, but it's still every once in a while it was like had a serious villain like Professor Pig was pretty uh, creepy and cruel, right. but he was a guy in a fucking pig max. So I think for me, I'm I'm stuck with the Bruce Wayne has always been my Batman. That yeah, I like Dick Grayson. Actually, the Detective Comics Dick Grayson loved. I loved him as Batman. The Batman Robin, I don't, I didn't get as much into that. And I think part of it is I'm not a big fan of Damien. Would you think I would like Damien being he's just a hard ass who wants to beat the shit out of everybody? Well, now but, he's just like a super cynic. Back then, he was actually like just, he wasn't, he, yeah, he's always been a dick. But I don't like, what people think of his character, they think of him that cynical, like, I'm the best, blah, 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 blah. Nowadays, he's kind of a whiny little bitch. That's what he is now, yeah. Before, he was like, he knows he's the best. Like, you see him do things, you're like, yeah, I wouldn't. It's kind of like how spoiler, not spoiler, what's the girl's name? Uh, in Detective right now. Stephanie? No, the other one. Oh, uh, Cassandra? Cassandra? Yeah, the orphan or whatever. Yeah. How she's seen now is what Damon used to be seen like. Like, he was like, yeah, yeah he'd that fucking awesome. kill you all. Yeah. But now they make, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, in Batman and Robin, I think they really did take that character and evolve him to a point where him and Dick were like friends and like equals. And he saw them as that. And he was over being the hard ass. Right. And then he died and came back and he's, he lost all that. Yeah. He was, went back I mean, down with Dick. But he, he was that way in the Nightwing story where they were teaming up together. And was like, yeah, I liked that Damien. He's still yeah, too, he was still too cynical for me. He, yeah. I mean, he he was it was an awesome issue because we paid homage to that. I mean, he was a dick. Okay, I'll admit he was even more dickish. But I think at that point he actually felt like he's being replaced by this girl. Right. And I was like, okay, I thought we were bros, but you got this girl now. And I really like Nightwing, but I feel like um, it always feels like when I read Nightwing that he's dealing with like C level villains. Yeah. To and me, I, to me, he's always Dick Grayson. Boy Wonder, yeah, as Nightwing, even so. When he's not, Batman, it's like, okay, now this is him dealing with Batman's villains, like, so it yeah, feels the like main rogues, more. yeah. So that's why I want to see him go back. That legacy changed to uh, that was just a great time in comics. Love Dick as Batman. Maybe uh, Bruce, when he hangs up the cape for a second, uh, Dick can come back for a little bit, yeah, and then they'll do old man Brucey. This is the yeah. end. This is uh, oh, that was my theory. Oh. What was it? It was um. I am suicide. No, I am Batman. I am suicide. I am Bane. And then there was that, you know, Swamp Thing thing. And then there's a war of uh, jokes and riddles. And then I think the last one's going to be I am Wayne. Because he's going to hang out. I want it to be I am retired. You know what? (laughs) I am done. (laughs) That'd be awesome because, you know, Tom King worked with Tim Seeley on Nightwing. So that'd be cool for, like, Tim Seeley to be like, since he's going to Hellblazer. Huh? Is Timmy done? No, he's coming back. Okay. Yeah, it was just for two issues. Oh, yeah, you told us that. Yeah. I My hope would be then if... I'd be fine with Nightwing coming in. I guess my thing is I'm not as much into the um, lighthearted. I, for me, I guess, to me, Batman is always brooding. And him being lighthearted doesn't bug me. It's just, it's not... I'm always aware that it's Dick Grayson. <laughs> but it's, kind of, it's fun having a Batman that's not the master expert, kind of someone that like knows his stuff, but still has room for error. Like That's not 100% flawless. Yeah, I think at this point they've written Bruce into a corner where he's like, why didn't he know how to do that? Like, yeah. He's the best. And, the I, best. and I agree that it's... you got to make him fallible on some point. I guess that's the reason why, you know, hashtag not my Batman and Tom King is that there's things that, to me... Bruce would know and Bruce would do. He did. That. He uh, realigned his own back. 
course. That's, how, like that's how I did it when I got my broken. I'm going to stretch backwards. <clears throat> I fixed my Watch back. my legs go above my head and snap. Alex, what's your uh, next one? <clears throat> so I'll, I'll bring this back to Marvel one last time, at least for me. Uh, I got Charles Xavier. Ooh. Oh, I didn't even think about that. that I don't Xavier's need, I, been gone a lot. I don't need the old one that's dead. It's been gone for five years. But with the X-Men in blue, it's like, God, you guys could bring back your younger Professor X. Hey, there's... And let him be a part Did you read that letters page of X-Men Blue 1? I'm going to let you hear that question in your own head and know the answer is no. How come you just... There's so much more information you could have. <laughs> like, literally, Colin Bond's like, is that Professor Xavier? It could be. It might not be. I don't know. Basically, it means it probably is. True. There's a voice calling out to the original X oh, I see. Okay. in blue. And he's like, Whoa, I'm behind a blue baby. You haven't read issue one? Yeah, I have. Okay. You're up so, go three, I thought. <laughs> so go watch Argo. Was, Let me explain this. I haven't read four yet, but have you? I haven't read four. Good. That's the one yeah. I'm talking about. That's four good. Okay. Yeah, four is good. So that blue is the golden star of that whole. Yeah, and no, he's gold with shit. We talked about this. All right. How many do you have left? I've got two. Two? Yeah. Because you two. go again now. Because I have two left. Because you started. Oh, okay. But I, I was going to talk about Xavier for a second here. Okay. Uh, That's yeah. Because it, it, you know, people have been saying that X Men's felt lost in the, for a little bit. And I think Xavier would be a good reason to go away. And I think actually it's fine in its footing finally. But I think Xavier would be like, hey, they're back. Like they're back on course. I think that, I think Xavier's just, you know, he's not a character that I'm a fan of, but he is a staple for that that franchise. He's the backbone. Yeah. Oh, couldn't there be some? Couldn't there be some storyline where, like, basically, if they did bring young Charles Xavier in from the past or whatever, that he could like find his dead brain, like absorb all the memories, or something like that? Some crazy convoluted. But that would I mean, impl- it's, yeah, that's X Men. They, they right. would do something like that. But that would yeah. impl- I mean, never mind. This is stupid. Um, I'm going to say logically, the brain was thought to have functionality to it. Since you should have a dead brain. brought it to Marvel. Let me keep it there for a second. Sounds good. I am going to miss, and this is also maybe stretching the definition of this uh, feature a little bit. Uh, you say Rick Jones? <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P.? It's been gone two weeks, man. It's okay. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, we didn't mention in Secret Empire there was uh, Hank Pym. Two seconds. Well, he's on the cover of the next issues. So. Oh, no. is he? Yeah. Oh. Um, I miss Doctor Strange, but I miss like when you go back and read, like, before the end of Secret Wars, Doctor Strange used to be a guy who was, like, always trying to be the best of the best. He was, like, super powerful. He was, like, one of the most powerful people in Marvel. And then they gimped him for some reason. Like, he lost all his yeah, magic. So they, they made him a cheap shit right now. They made him into this guy. And I feel like they did that just because the movie came out and they got to make him about this guy who doesn't know everything anymore. Right. To make him start up back at being, like, a beginner. And but you, how are you gonna make him a beginner when he knows everything? Well, you take away his powers. Mm. So like I missed like the uber strong like Doctor Strange that the actual Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, the guy who in Avengers for Avengers and New Avengers Hickman's run spoilers by the way. Alex has the whole thing, but he hasn't read it. Um, when he goes to the black market, like the magic black market, and he sells his soul for power, and she's like, "How much do you want to sell?" And he's like, "All of it." Like that's the way he was. He was like, I'm going to be the best because I'm going to prove that I'm the best. Like he, that's his whole gain in life was being the best at what he did. Right. And 
can't really do that now when you don't have that much powers. Which also, like, I stopped reading that book a while ago, so I'm not sure if he's like getting back in his own way. No, no. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's getting power, but he's nowhere near what he was. He keeps getting the shit kicked out of him by everybody. And yeah, it's a little hard to write for when you have somebody who is like super strong. But I think also it's also a nice challenge for writers to figure out how to do a different story when you have somebody who like can beat anything. That's why I feel like Marvel has a crutch. It's either hero loses power trying to find their legacy or like villain finally wins and needs to get their legacy back again. Like there's just or yeah, they become a hero and they got to figure out how to be a hero. Right. Or they got to duke it out between heroes. Like where's the villain? I feel like a lot of those are like crutches for writers because it's like, oh, I don't want to tell a story about somebody who doesn't have powers and rather than being like, okay, this guy's already at level 100. How do you write a story about a level 100 sorcerer rather than being like, level one? Oh, I can start level one. I know how to do an origin story. Right. It's like, no, this guy's level 100. Where do you take him from there? Easy. Do a Sinister Six magic style. <laughs> I would not be bad. Laying it down. Uh, Alex, what's your last one there? I hit two. Yeah. Remember oh, you're starting what's your one? second to oh, yeah, Second to last. I, uh, he, it's kind of, he's only been gone for a while. But he's one of the best Robins out there. I miss Tim Drake. I miss me some Red Robin. But he's still around. I know he's around. Like I know he's not dead. He's hanging out with Booster Gold. But he's disappeared. He is good. That detective, remember in the detective. That I remember hard? reading that issue. That was, that was a hard issue to read. I've never been a huge fan of Tim. What the best detective out there? Yeah. Best better than Bruce. I get that, but I don't know. Like when he died, I was like, "Oh, that sucks." And I was like, "But at least he's got two others." Like he's the second best Robin. Who's the first? Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Exactly. Dick Grayson. Tim Drake. That's it. Yeah, I say like, I could deal without Red Hood or Damien. I under I know Damien's not the best Robin because you know Robins don't kill. So it's just one of those. He's the character that I've noticed he's gone. And it's yeah. Like, oh. He's always the guy that always always played uh, second fiddle to everything. So they always like they always push him to the side, but he is um, a great character. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's the thing about. And I don't know if like I don't know why. It's, it might be because it's easier, but I uh, see a lot of times writers gravitate towards writing the people that they know: Batman, Dick Grayson. Whereas you get these people like the Booster Gold, like the Tim Drake that are like these people who don't get much spotlight. And I find them more interesting to write about than you would the other ones because there's less about them. So if you're really going to make something your own and do something, why not with these people who are always in the background rather than the people that they have a million stories about? You know what I mean? Right. And like Tim, like you said, he's the best detective. Detective book. So you know. I always find that with... Red Robin, let's go. Even Bruce telling great. you that he's better than Bruce is at detective work. That that Red Robin book's pretty great. That, that came out pre-New 52. Oh, really? That, it, I, that Make his own book and let him be Detective Red Robin. And then uh, New 52 came out and they made him uh, shit. He was horrible. Leader of the Teen Titans. <laughs> Although I will admit, I like that. I like the Red Robin outfit. For some reason, I like yeah. the feathered cape. Yeah, it looked okay. What? I like his original one, pre-New 52. With the hood? Or the yeah. mask that makes him look like Space Ghost? Coast to coast. Garrett, uh, what's your uh, second to last one? Bruce Banner Hulk. Bruce Banner Hulk. They're saving that for some reason. Well, I know they're doing that uh, Weapons of Totally Awesome Destruction or whatever the hell it's called. I'm getting it. Now. Who is that for, by the way? What do you mean? Like, 
who sees that and goes, yeah, I really, w- I wonder what Hulk would be like with Wolverine claws. What the, who the gives a shit? The Hulk See, can kill anything? I don't care that they're the one per, they're both the same, but I feel like Bruce Banner's coming back in this storyline. That's why I'm getting in. Like, what is so, it, like, in a, from a logical standpoint, uh, point of view, like Alex does, what's the point of having those claws if you're ready the Hulk? Like, what's it going to do? So you can jam the fist. Far the claws let the <laughs> body open up, and then you jam the fist through the body. That he could do regardless. <laughs> no, it would just be a giant bruise. <laughs> like that scientist's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to combine these two. And then some, his intern's like, but you have the Hulk already. The only thing that would make <laughs> sense. We're going to have adamantium skin because, like, they have Hulk's DNA. I read the prelude issue. They have Amadeus Cho's DNA. They have... Dom- no, Lady Deathstrike and Apache's abilities. Warpath, Warpath yeah. Not Apache. Why not just clone Amadeus Cho? See, my, my, the only thing that makes sense... Because no one wants a giddy Hulk. Is that <laughs> if, you, if you were to mix the Weapon X team to it, not only would you get the claws, no one gives a shit about that, but you'd get the um, their instincts. You get the best tracker. You get flight. That's get, true. Hulk is not a great fighter. He just has brute strength. So like he just so keeps you're going to get right. more technique out of this Hulk. That was what was great about Red Hulk. He was both those because he was a uh, Thunderbolt stash. Dead and probably not, but gone. Jeff Parker's uh, Hulk series was great about Red Hulk. Yeah, I just you know, thankfully we have the Jennifer Walters Hulk book going on that deals with that whole bruce banner internal demons that like it's very similar like the fear storyline yeah which you know it's fine that bruce banner is always afraid of becoming the hulk but i like it when he actually controls the hulk like everybody does so i wish they could do that but not have like the hulk take over for bruce and like use bruce's intellect with the hulk to actually do because they do that for a, a time where hulk just takes over the consciousness of both of them but I want to see them get past the fear storyline and then take Bruce, Banner, Hulk and face him against different threats. That's not like, oh, shit, I'm afraid. Ah, I'm Hulk again. I was want I want to see an abomination story. Yeah. Which sounds like this uh, thing with the Weapon X. That's pretty much an abomination right there. Yeah. Uh, my last one is uh, somebody we haven't seen in a while. I think the last time we saw her. Uh, I guess it depends which one you're going for. Um, I think they're trying to do something with Pandora around this time with the uh, the question. I think uh-huh. she showed up for a little bit when it was. No, no, no. It, by that Last point, time was Convergence, but that doesn't really count, I guess. I didn't read that, so yeah. that's not kind of my book. That's what the main story, not the, the uh, side shit. The question, actually, that I want to pitch is uh, a couple weeks ago, I talked about restarting Vertigo, Swamp Thing, Hellblazer. Let's do a. Uh, the question vertigo book <laughs> like let's take it you know how you yeah uh, uh mother panic is like a young animal take on gotham mm-hmm. and like it's more serious let's do that also it's in con not yeah well it's in its own continuity but it's in gotham and everything and is this her name on toya the it's question? her name on toya mm-hmm. the question like let's because she's around right she's not the question anymore. um at least i don't think so I she i read i've been keeping up with batwoman she, she was a detective Oh yeah, she's just Renee reporting to a scene. So like, bring that character back, or and I want to. I think Renee would be a good choice to bring it back as the Renee question, and then let's uh, take it seriously. Let's make it like a solid, like hard boiled detective book that is in the DC universe. I think that would be great. Yeah, that would be good. 
I, I think that's something that they're missing a little bit is serious takes on their universe. They used to do that every once in a while, and especially Marvel does it with like a Max series. But like, right. they kind of get both publishers kind of away from that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Vertigo and Max. They're I don't know if they're spending all their efforts and time on the core stuff, but but at least when DC's doing it towards the core stuff, it's actually working out well. Rebirth is pretty solid. Yeah, I'm feeling like Marvel. Yeah, they're kind of floofy on what they're doing. Some books they really support, other floofy. books they don't. Alex, what's your last one? Now, Garrett, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but my last character, I don't think I've seen it in a long time. He died in uh, BVS right away. Motherfucker, that's my number one. Jimmy Olsen? Jimmy fucking Olsen. I didn't, I didn't you, know that was his moment. <laughs> you bastards. Okay. Let's, let's go over. I was talking about this with somebody at work today. First off... If we're talking movies, Man of Steel, you changed Jimmy Olsen to Janie Olsen. Don't, yeah, don't fucking kid me. I know you did it. Okay? I'm fine. Whatever. That's Jimmy's cu- cousin. But then you have the audacity. And Snyder, I know you're going through a rough patch right now. And I'm sorry for what's happening. But how dare you use Jimmy Olsen as a freaking figurehead to just get shot in the head for no freaking reason? BVS, no less. So he wanted to prove to you this character is dead. Yeah, he wanted to be like, yeah, we He's like Janie Olsen. <laughs> but um, was it he, that annual I was reading today? I think that Jimmy Olsen's in there for a couple minutes. Sure. What annual? Trinity? No, for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Yeah, because like they're in. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're in Metropolis yep. for a second. You see Jimmy, and I'm like, oh, it's Jimmy. Like that's Jimmy right there. Yep. Jimmy calls him Jimmy, so you're right. Right, and it's I don't know. He's missed. Like, there's a lot of. Like, when they're back at the Daily Planet uh, for the new Superman storyline and everything, I'm just like, this would almost be perfect if Jimmy Olsen was around. And, like, they say he's dead. They say he's not dead. I'm like, I need definitive answers on what Jimmy Olsen's life is at. Because in Action Comics uh, with Grant Morrison, he was living with him. Yeah. And then I, there was no story that killed him. Right there. Red yeah. He's a couple pages ahead. I thought he was. I don't know. But it's just one of those things that I was I was working on this list at work and I was like, you know what? Who I haven't I don't think I'd seen in a while is Jimmy Olsen. Not that I miss him, but it's someone that I think is a staple in the Superman. Do you lore. think that he should uh get his own book again? Superman's uh I'd be fine with it. Because like pal? what they would use that as, it's taking a human's perspective of what's going on in the DC universe. And I think that's what is missing is getting that perspective of heroes live all around me without actually having the superhero plot the main point of the book, having it more like it's kind of like Jessica Jones, like when she gives up being a superhero, like there's all these superhero events going on around her, but she still has her own story on that she's following. It just happens. These universes interweave and intertwine with what the actual story for her is about. Which ends up being a superhero story, but yeah. but but it's it'd be like Gotham Central. You're getting this point of view from someone other than Batman, right? But he still makes an appearance from time to time or referenced, right? And it could be. I mean, the storyline could be like, well, my best friend's Superman. My um, only friend is Superman, right? My boss is his wife. Like what's like, what's my point in all this? Yeah. Like, I take like what does he think that uh, there used to be an old Superman that was a new one? I guess he probably doesn't remember. Again, they wipe that all away. They're just like <laughs> one continuity, bitch. Why are they going to wipe his mind? Because they don't want anyone asking That's questions. not good. Only for Batman brain. and Wonder Woman know. That's not good for his brain. And they did that in Trinity. They said that aftermath, they were like, 
only you guys know. Don't tell anybody. And then they're never going to talk about it ever again. I guarantee. So wait, they do know? Those two? Batman and Wonder Woman know. I was talking in this annual. She wasn't like... I haven't read the annual. Oh, this is before she knew. Never mind. But still, Jimmy Olsen is like sorely missed. I think he's a huge part of the Superman mythology and to like do all that Superman rebirth and rebrand him and everything and not to have Jimmy in there. Like, you already took away his parents. I don't even get one fucking You know, odds are Jimmy got taken by uh, Mr. Oz. That'd be cool. But... Of course. You know he's in that issue. Jimmy's like the Rick Jones of the DC Universe. Dead. Shot in the head. Burn. We never get to see it. Those are our forgotten friends. Please bring them back. Or bring back a good version of them. Can um, we kill off other heroes bring ours back? Uh, <laughs> this is going to be weird for people to hear, but remember that story I told you about that concept I had about that Alaskan story? Yep. The Batman? I thought about maybe changing it to like a question story. Do it. Why is it? But question going to Alaska, is that really the questions? Is that in his wheelhouse? Uh, it's it is why I write it that way. Uh, True. <laughs> Wednesday comics 605 at gmail.com. Email us your forgotten friends. Top five. Like I said, long form. Put me, give me a paragraph. No. Or if you want to do short form, if you like the uh, 144 character limit, Twitter's your uh, baby of choice. Uh, email or get at Alex at Alex Mastrello at Garant2188 or at Marvin underscore Saguaro or talk to the whole crew of the whole show at Wednesday Comics. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter because you don't want to miss uh, when the show comes out. It'll let you know right away. Or on Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Like us on Facebook and be notified right away uh, when the show is out. I'd be interested to see if anybody subscribes to the show but it's not liked us on Facebook. Like, What's the point? You think you would like us on Facebook? We do like those likes on Facebook. You know those hearts we used to get on SoundCloud? We don't want those. We want likes on Facebook. Um, speaking of iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, go ahead and subscribe to the show there. Rate the show. Review the show. Um, go ahead and uh, even if you don't have an iPhone, you can still do this. Go to iTunes. Find some way to get on iTunes and rate the show uh, on there. Five stars. You know why? We're five stars. Because there's not a six-star option. Um <laughs> Find us on SoundCloud underneath the SueEmpire.com uh, page. We get listed there every week. If you enjoy SoundCloud, if that's your, if that's your uh, listening uh, app of choice, SoundCloud. Leave the hearts on SoundCloud. Let them know, Sue Empire know, that you like uh, listening to Wednesday Comics. Uh, make sure to visit our sponsors at RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. Like I told you, if you don't know Swamp Thing by now, missing out. People are going to know about them in a year, and you're going to say, I missed out. I could have known about them beforehand. Because you know what's a cool thing in comics? Knowing about stuff before you go. Uh, <laughs> go to I, wonder who, I wonder who coined that phrase, Marvin. Probably just you just now. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Sounds like an NBC thing. The more you know. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Go there and uh, purchase some books. Any of these books you can get. Go ahead. Wonder Woman Annual. Right to your house. Moon Knight 14, right your house. Won't know what's going on, but you'll get it. <laughs> Secret Empire 3, you're five behind, baby. It goes uh, one, two. No. Free, no, one. Zero. Zero. Free zero, comic book one, day. free comic book day. Who knows? Two, I read three. it. I don't know what, what order it is. Um, I wonder if there's some other books that came out, too, if you want to get the uh, Trinity Annual. Cable number one. Hadrian's Wall, number seven. 
I had to think here. I wasn't sure. Get any of those books at RainbowComicsAndCards.com or find them on Facebook at Rainbow Comics and Cards or the Lincoln location at Rainbow Comics and Cards Lincoln on Facebook. See, look at that. I do that so much that there, uh, I remember all that information. Um, that, yeah, that's the, this week's show. There's a lot of stuff going on. We got a Wonder Woman review. We talked about Forgotten Friends. We talked about four books. Next week, Big 5 Nice. 5 We're 50. We turn 50. Uh, What's something else? You know, like they said. Like they said. But uh, how long do you need to do something for it to become habit? 21 days. 21 days, baby. We're doing this for 50. Does that make me an alcoholic? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have to go on rehab to get get myself out of the podcast if I want to get out of this. Now I'm addicted. I drink beer 21 days. (laughs) (laughs) 50th episode is going to be a different episode than usual we're not going to talk about any reviews so if any books come out next week you want us to hear about find us on Twitter I mean we'll sure we'll tweet about it we'll Facebook about it we'll uh, go ahead and email us we'll talk to you one on one on email I'll do it long form you want to talk long form <laughs> you don't know why I keep bringing up long form uh, show me your long form ID your birth certificate well see this is fish, <laughs> this is cyber phishing right now <laughs> Uh, so no reviews like and then invasion of privacy and right then there. we're gonna have a normal week again so we'll you know but let me get you excited here after that another milestone <laughs> one year anniversary see we're like the 51 and the new 52 that was the actual one and then they did like a bunch of guest writers for the 52. 50th is the big issue that's the big one they we charge six bucks for right 52 is gonna be our annual so that's right. also the one where you're asking bucks. why am I still spending six bucks you're like, uh, isn't this shit over already <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be an intimate show all three of us uh, who knows there might be some drinks who knows there might be a new special feature that uh, go ahead and find us on YouTube and subscribe uh, like give you that hint um, Wednesday Comics a new we're gonna reboot 52 rebirth we're rebooting I want a rebirth rebirth new scary. Wednesday Comics rebirth starting at issue 52 um It'll actually be fit. But I'm reborn every day. My name is Marvin. Holy shit. <laughs> got your... I'm Alex. I just got old man Logan. I'm Garrett. <laughs> God. You keep turning those pages, everyone. <laughs>